Hey guys, old Uncle Russman here. Doesn't work. Doesn't sound as cool. Can't pull it off like Bobby. Sorry. Uh, but for real, uh, guys, uh, this is not your normal episode. Just came on uh, last week. We had technical difficulties, so we came back this week. Had a great discussion and conversation, and we got a little long, and uh, so to speak. Uh, so this is just a Q&A session with some Nerd Week stuff. We'll have a proper episode 42 on Friday. You're still getting two and a half hours of glory, or maybe not, or maybe it's the worst episode we've ever done, or maybe it's the best. But you have to listen to find out. See you real soon. You are now listening to Nerd Rage Radio with Bobby Skullface and Adam Russman. This podcast is intended for mature audiences only and may not fit with your sensitivity. Also, real quick shout out to Robert D. Check him out there on SCU Shattercast Uncuts. Shout out. Sensibilities. You may be a victim of meaningless outrage, or you may, in fact, be a big ninny pants. If this is the case, please feel free to turn it off now. This is no country for ninny mcninny pants. So crack open the mountain dew. Make sure the cheese doodles are super fresh for your mother's face. Just because. It's Nerd Rage Radio. <laughs> That'll, that'll be funny because he'll like come back in and be like, hey guys, maybe we'll get him to say something crazy. You know? Anyway, hey guys, uh, <laughs> Adam Russman here, Nerd Rage Radio, with your public service announcement of how awesome Coco the Gorilla is. They're little baby kittens. Have you seen these videos, man? No. Dude, just look at it. Look it up, man. I will. Like, yeah. she's, it's like, you know, it's like, oh. <laughs> I, I told it, you about the, uh, the guy my buddy knew that, like, uh, that transported test gorillas or test, yeah, test or chimps or whatever. Yeah, they're chimps. Yeah, yeah, dude, it's crazy, man. Yeah, and like they they like needed the cigarettes or something, and like he'd have to like stop and get them a pack of cigarettes, or they would be like be like throwing shit in the back of the van. Yeah, he said, and then he had to quit the job. He was like, it started fucking with them, like you know, like like he became friends with the apes, and then he had to drop them off at this facility, and he knew that it was like probably not a, pl- a great place for them to be, and ugh. Dude, there's another shooting at a Walmart in some place. Yeah, that was yesterday, right? No, eight minutes ago. There's another shooting at a Walmart yesterday. Now, this is with this is another Islamic whatever terrorist. Fuck. All right. Well, I, I think I think we got to get this out. All right. Sorry. Um. There. Hey, dude, back, and we've. Started. I'm back. Well, you know, I could hear you guys the whole time I was listening to it, so I'm <laughs> laughing at what he's saying. I'm laughing at what you guys are saying. <laughs> it's like you're listening to it for the reels. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> hey guys, welcome to episode 42 of Nerd Rage Radio, and as you guys heard, we got just online as well as Bobby Skullface. I'm Adam Russman, and what a week, man! Yeah. It's been a crazy fucking. Crazy, mad, mad world. It is. Um, I think the first thing we need to say is, uh, you know, kind of hearts go out to all the Absolutely. people affected by the Orlando shooting. It is just a crazy time that we're living in. Um, I think that we're just starting to understand everything that's going on in that kind of situ- that situation, and um, it's it's crazy because I, I like it just seems that people just can't wait for fucking fodder to make bullshit ass political statements or ideas on without kind of first coming to grips with um you know how crazy the situation is I agree. you know the the most the most alarming thing about this with the exception of some madman going out and killing 50 people and or 49 people and and whatever but i getting reports from like all the first responders that are there like in the club 
and they said that this cell phone just kept on ringing from all the injured uh, and the dead, and it's and, just like it was haunting, just like uh, it's like three hundred phones just fucking ringing on and off, un- unstoppable, and and like you had guys who were like twenty years on the job, thirty years on the job, just completely breaking down, unable to process the scene. That sucks. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. So, and of course, this is kind of you know, you know, just the, the gay community. Of course, this is crazy thing for them as well and now they're saying I don't want to get too much into this but now they're saying that the shooter was actually either gay or had gay tendencies or yeah, something and that usually how it is man it's all well, people it, that are most upset with gays that end up being gay um yeah you yeah. know and, and, and it's one of those things like do, do, is it like he was being ostracized by his family and his religion and his his radical beliefs that made him go and, and do this because I you know it's funny I kind of got in like a, a argument about this with somebody who was like, oh, this is just a gay shame thing. And I was like, I was like, shame doesn't cause you to go out there and kill fucking 50 people. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's a little bit more than that. And and, and actually, you know, somebody's like, no, that's, that's a hate thing. You know, I was like, hell yeah, it's, that, that's exactly what it is. But anyway, and the hearts go out with all the families affected. Absolutely. And, you know, come with the country. Um, and, and, you know, not for nothing, man, and I, I, I hate to say it because it, it, you know, triggered. But my, my heart goes out of the family of the fucking shooter as well, man. Like, I always think about that. Like, if I was in a position where my kids did something terrible, like how my family would <laughs> Before you say any more, have you heard what his dad says? Oh, wait a minute. No, never mind. <laughs> what did he say? His dad was like, oh, no, he didn't need to shoot those gays. God's going to punish him himself. Yeah. Well, that that was my question. So <laughs> this guy came out and... I know he wasn't like a part of like ISIS or anything like that, but he was somehow related on some minor level, correct? All right, so uh, in, like, all right, he was about as related to ISIS as you and I are. <laughs> no, that's not true. That's because he's had he's had two or three he's had two or three trips to Afghanistan, and he's on some watch list. I think he's he's been interviewed twice by the FBI for making statements. His dad was a a Afghan political figure who actually ran for president. Yeah, but he's not like uh, I don't know. From the reports that I read, it sound it sounded like you know. Like he, he was, it's was, it was not like he was a card carrying member. If no, you know I mean. well, but no. that, but that's the, that's the, but see, that's like the the slippery slope. Like, ISIL isn't looking for card carrying members. ISIL is like, listen, anybody no, do I, what I, you can I do. I understand that. I, I think I, mean? you, I think you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Yes. I mean, so, but but like like we don't know, we don't we don't know how what drove him to this. Um, there was the one interesting thing. Again, I don't want to get on this too too crazy. We got a lot of shit to talk about. But um, he uh, his ex-wife, who I think is living in Brazil with her new husband now, and she was only married to him for a few months, and he was very aggressive, beat her. Yeah. But one thing is, is she said that no, he's gay, and that was one of the reasons I guess they broke up. Besides his violence, even like his dad used to call him gay. But when he was interviewed by the FBI, the FBI told her not to tell that to the press. Why? Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. So that's weird. It is very weird. The, the whole situation is very, very weird. They, think that um, they uh, want to make that more about a terrorism thing and less about like a hate crime. I, you know what, man? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, like, I mean, it, it, it's both. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it's definitely it, it's de- like, it, like I had this philosophy class, man, um, way back when it was actually ethics. Funny enough, and this is right after nine eleven, and uh, our professor, brilliant dude. Uh, he was actually he was actually going to become a priest before he decided to be a teacher. Ended up having a family and everything, but 
but you know, you know, very, very strong in his Catholic faith. Anyway, we had this Iman come to the class and speak about Islam, and I remember like all the Muslim students in the school also came to speak with him, right? And um, and him and the professor, because the professor was also part of this, like he worked for like the UN and stuff like that. He was a really, really fucking amazing dude. And he got into this argument. He's like, "Listen, I I hear you, that like." you're saying that these people it's a it's a philosophical um you know sect that that are doing these acts but here's the here's the thing right you know people who are who are freedom fighters or whatever you know they still want to or or want to fight oppression or whatever they still want to live and you know see the fruits of their labors and see the fruits of their children's you know see their children grow up and stuff like this he's like he's like this is definitely a religious belief thing because people are, are betting on the fact there's something past where, where they're at. You know, there's another dimension. There's, there's something else, you know. You know, people who, who join the military to, to fight for freedom in, like, quote-unquote, the American way, they don't blow themselves up. You know what I mean? We don't, have, we don't have or do we use suicide bombers or kamikaze or stuff like that. So it's more than just a philosophical thing. It's definitely an ideological, religious thing, you know. And it was like a pretty. They went back and forth on it, you know. And he wasn't trying to say anything negative towards Islam, but he's he, his his whole point was: listen, this is a belief system thing, and there's a sect of the belief system that's flawed, that's that's doing this actions. Kind of like the the argument that's kind of coming out now that people are kind of, I think, scared to say because then they're like, oh, well, you're just against a religious a religion. It's like, well, no, just because it's a religion doesn't mean that it's it's it can't have bad ideas. You know what I mean? Does that sure. make sense? Yeah, yeah. And there's you know? there's I mean, there's fucking jackasses in every society, Absolutely. in every culture. You know what I mean? There's some bad people yeah. out there that, that fuck it up for everybody, unfortunately. I agree. I agree. So anyway, um let's but move it, on. But, should we, uh, should no, we I, have yes, yeah, oh, but on. just that like <laughs> you know, it's not just his father. Do you know what I mean? Like the guy is aunts and yeah, mom yeah. and cousins and all that shit and I you know like I don't know it shit sucks you know well, what I mean well you know I was talking I was talking to my dad last night and it's like if he was gay he's definitely had boyfriends you know what I mean or he's definitely had relationships with these other guys mm-hmm. you imagine those people because nobody I don't think anybody's come out and said yeah I've you know I slept with them. they don't want to right huh? yeah oh yeah you know, you're gonna don't try and distance yourself as far yeah. as you can hell yeah you know they're gonna be in the closet with that secret <laughs> <laughs> I'll see my way out. Um, <laughs> uh, was that too much? Was that over the top? No, no, no. You get a I pass. I like you can get away with that. <laughs> um, it's like me. We're talking about one. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. Something about women? Oh, it's like I get a pass with women. She's like, oh, he had, he had a really bad mom. It's okay. Oh, is that is that? <laughs> did did you give yourself this pass? No, 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 no. I've I've had people like I've had conversations where I've been like I've been like, look, that's not the way I see it, and somebody has said like it's been. Uh, anyway, so anyway, how was you guys' nerd week? Just why don't you take the oh. honors? Oh, it was it was good. It was good. Um, I got a bunch of you know I just collect transformers, so I got a bunch of transformers. I got my um, I I I, I collect. Well, I guess you should be on the Shattered Cast Uncut podcast. <laughs> Shout out Shattered Cast Uncut. They, they won't. They won't have me. I don't oh, know you got to pay the two fifty. Yeah, you just got to. <laughs> your 
<laughs> uh, it's too rich for my blood. I hear you. <laughs> but um, so I collect. Uh, I have a, a streamlined collection basically, but I, I'll, I'll collect two versions of each bot that I have. So I got my second Star Scream and then my second Soundwave, and then I got the. I finished my Toy World uh, Devastator by nice. getting Hook and Long Haul. Man, I like. I had a ton of problems with that thing. A ton. <laughs> Really, I'm not uh, gonna lie. I, I like. I don't want to take the the heroin shot of third party toys. I just, you know, I like to keep my talk about streamlined. But every time I see that that Toy World Devastator at Bobby's house, I'm like, dude, that motherfucker would look so good on my little my little white trash heater slash fireplace unit. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, Bobby? I do. You know, you know the unit. I like, know little, it. The little I, little red rocks light up and everything. You know, when you like come you're from in a the classic that I was place. <laughs> white trash artifacts. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they just like that. That guy was up there fucking perfectly, but I, just, I, I don't think I can. Oh, you guys are in. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I don't. Like I'm not saying like oh, my money is more worth because I'll, I'll waste my money on other shit, right? But I, I kind of feel like you have to be like all in in a collection, or the, the, the money you spend on something, you know, may be frivolous. You know, so like if I bought it, it'd be frivolous for me. It wouldn't be frivolous for you. But if you spent two thousand bucks on a, you know, a fucking proton pack replica, it'd be frivolous <laughs> for you, but not so much for me. You know what I mean? Right, right. Yeah, it's like all so, of a sudden but, I don't collect any superhero stuff, but it's like if I just decide I'm gonna buy a hot toys today. Yeah, yeah. It's totally out of know, place. Like waste your motherfucking time. But uh that 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 toy world devastator, man, he he's pretty dude. And he's so massive. Dude. And he's he just he makes a statement when you walk in the room. Not in Bobby's house. It kind of gets muddled. It's muted. <laughs> but, um, so I wasn't even going to combine it, and I was like, because it's not going to be my combiner. Like, they're going to be my individual bots, and I'm like, I'm not going to do it. And then I was like, man, I kind of have to. Like, I have it. I kind of have to. And then it was just one issue after the next. I had to really? take apart I had to take apart the thighs, you know, that has that extra thigh piece, and then, and then scrap her and shave it down so it would slide. It wouldn't even slide together. Yeah, that 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 as I said, that was going to be the, the biggest problem. I gotta say, Bobby, I, I I've been looking at that generation, the generation toys one, uh huh, Devastator. Doesn't look as nice, man. I think that's relative, sir. Yeah, because I think yeah, I'm I think exci- it, like I think it looks awesome. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> I'm not I'm not saying it doesn't look I'm not saying it doesn't look awesome. It does look awesome. No, I'm saying I think that it looks more like Devastator. I think that it looks more like Devastator how I see Devastator, dude. Especially that head, man, so to speak. For real, like yeah, that. Some, somebody's gonna do a third-party head. Uh, you know, I don't know. You think happen. you would think it would be announced by now? It's gonna happen. That's not. Maybe that's. Maybe that should be our next Kickstarter. Maybe. Yeah. I always thought somebody should just do faces. Like, just you know, you can switch out all these faces on these things. That should be a third-party company that just fucking yeah. does faces. You could yeah, call, you it, call it face fake. off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But, face uh, to face. I think just not to not to carry out about this, but I think that Gravity Builder too. Like when I think back of when I was a kid and what I imagined Devastator to look like, it looks like that Gravity Builder more so than the many, toy. He's world. got too many little flim flams on him. He's got all these like little gray flim flams. Yeah, but I like all, that dude. Like I, I like yeah, but I that like, doesn't that doesn't look like the cartoon Devastator. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. But it, 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 I, I don't think that it looks like the cartoon Devastator. I just think it. I just think it embodies the character of Devastator, like the. Like the bulk, the size, the head, like I think it, I think it embodies Devastator the same way that the Warbitron Bruticus embodies Bruticus. Oof, I don't know, man. Because Bruticus doesn't I, look I, like that. 
Cartoon Bruticus doesn't look like that. It's funny, but now that because after having the Warbertron Bruticus, like that's that I can only picture it that way. Like after it's been sitting yeah. on the shelf for so long. Let me tell you a quick funny story about Flim Flam real fast. My son is four and swears like an animal. Really? <laughs> it's it's totally like a little my fault. savage. Oh, dude, like my fault. I fear for him like going to school. Are you, th- are you that parent, man? I mean, I try, <laughs> I, I try not to be, but uh, it just comes out. I, I talk. am. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Bobby. You know what's funny? My wife cusses far more than me in front of the kids, which I'm shocked about. Yeah. To the point I'm like, got to chill out a little bit. Continue your story. Well, because, you know, they're just around and I'm talking. So he swears. And finally, I was like, look. And it made it a joke. Like, if you're like, dude, don't say bad words. And then, you know, he kind of says it because he thinks it's funny at that point. So I had to tell him. I said, look, you can't say bad words. You can't say words like, I was like, you know, like shit. And you can't say, and I was like, I'm going to make up new words. So he, he focuses on those. I'm like, you can't say flim flam. Flim flam's a bad word. So now <laughs> then he walks around the house for like a week going flim flam. Like still, still trying to say a bad word. And I'm like, right, oh, right, right. Like, Dance, dance yeah. puppets. That's pretty awesome. That's <laughs> yeah, it's a good idea. technique. When planning, yeah. uh, what was the other one? Um, Hugga bugga. I just thought of two just random things. But now I have the problem. Now I'm struggling with like, <laughs> but he's still like saying bad words. He's still in his mind's like, in his mind I equate it. He's still like, fuck you. I'm gonna say it. And now I have that problem. I think I have. To uh, you're like <laughs> one solution. Yeah. Um, I you gotta never beat said, him, Harpo. First of all, I never said filth, <laughs> flare, and filth. Fuck you. You finished your call. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> flim, flim, bad you word. tell that motherfucker, suck my dick. Yeah. <laughs> tell, are you getting paid? <laughs> tell that motherfucker, have a coke and a smile. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I remember oh, man. the first time just fucking losing it. I know, man. God. Uh, actually, uh, shout out to, to uh, I don't want to mention his name, but he, he sent me a, um, like, I mean, I know that's Eddie Murphy, but he sent me a, a CD of, like, Richard Pryor, like, all Richard Pryor stand-ups, like a box set. Like, he was cleaning out his basement or something, he was going to get rid of it, and he's heard, like, on podcasts and stuff, me talk about, like, I love, like, Pryor and, um, and Murphy. And he just sent it to me, so. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Is that part of your nerd week? No, 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 just a, just stay on topic, man. Sorry. <laughs> so, uh, and as far as just for the rest of my nerd week, I mean, that's all the stuff that I got. And then I just, um, as far as stuff for watching, and I'm sure we'll talk about it. Like, I watch Game of Thrones. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, dude, every time I showed my yeah, wife yeah. that, and now that's every time it comes on, she sings that now. Which is, <laughs> yeah, so it's, um, I watched uh, Preacher, which is. Uh, I haven't seen episode three yet. I haven't seen episode three either. Can't you can't talk about it? Uh, <laughs> Only we can spoil I, things. I, yeah, spoil this it's show. my it's my fucking show. <laughs> um, I watch uh, Fear the Walking Dead. How how is that, man? It was good. It started out good, and it's just kind of not just just great. good. It's okay. Like it was more int- the first season was more interesting because it's like like did you watch the re- the regular Walking Dead? Yeah. All right, so it's because you've got to see the breakdown of society. Like, you know, when Rick and The Walking Dead wakes up, it shit's already happened. Everybody's kind of already established this is what we need to do. Yeah. And so it's these people trying to figure out what the hell is going on. And so do you ever figure out what how the contagion got spread that everybody just, you know, when they start dying, comes to life? Or did it, did it no. take some time before that happened or just people die, they came back to life immediately? Well, yeah, so how it happens is is, like, you start to just hear, like, in in Fear the Walking Dead, it's kind of like random things. Like a, she, the main character, is like a guidance counselor in a school, and a kid walks in. He's like, look, they're talking about it everywhere. Like it's starting to happen. People are dying. You know, he had like a knife on him or something like that. And so you kind of just hear these little things. 
And then her son's this heroin junkie, and he wakes up in some church, like, after shooting some heroin and, like, sees his girl, like, eating some other kid. So they think that he was just on drugs and he's hallucinating. So you kind of start to see these little things pop up, but they never say why it happens or how it kind of comes about. Yeah. It just kind of starts I, to happen. I guess keeping that mystery there makes the show more interesting. You know what I mean? Because once you have all the answers, it gets a little bit, you know, less, I guess. Well, yeah, especially so. if you don't like it, you're like, that's dumb, and then the whole show is just like, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> No, but I, I do I do like the fact that, like, something has happened where, like, everybody's already infected. It's like a new twist on the zombie thing. It's like, if you die of old age, you're going to fucking turn into a zombie. Right. Know? Well, I like that's, it because everybody's a threat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For whatever reason, so. So, yeah. But so, yeah, this show's kind of falling off a little bit. Like, my wife's like, I'm over it. I won't watch because I try to watch these shows with her, you know? And she uh, just won't watch it anymore. You know what's funny, man? We were talking about this at work the other day. Like, I'm a serial show cheater. I'm, like, yeah. the worst. I am. It's, it's like, it's a fucking pro. Like, if there was, like, a, like a you know, a, a group that you went around and, like, talked to people about it, I, I would go to it because I cannot help myself. I'd be like, <laughs> my wife would be like, hey, because, like, Orange is the New Black is about to come out, and right. we love that show. And we were sitting outside yesterday, like, chilling and i was like oh she's like orange and new black comes in two days like i'm so fucking watching every episode without you it's gonna happen <laughs> you know like soon as soon as like i'll be like i'll be on my fucking phone like in the fucking bathroom just like <laughs> watching the next part and then the, the worst part is is that i don't want to re-watch it you know what i mean so she'll be like oh do you want to watch the episode I'm like oh i'm so tired tonight. i feel like going to bed so like, you don't I'm tell her like, you watch it you just play it off hell no i don't <laughs> <laughs> i'm the worst Dude, man yeah that makes it worse man that's and I feel, you know what it is, and now it's getting, it's getting like, because now you have like your tablets and your iPhone and your computer. It, it was one thing when like I would come home and like I'd be bored, like oh let me just watch this shit on, on like on you know Netflix or whatever. We used um, to do that. Me too, man. We used to go see him. Hey, what do you mean used to? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe you still do. But. But like you, you, we would like have plans to go see a movie on Friday, and you would watch like a bootleg version of it like, beforehand. <laughs> And then you would act like you hadn't seen it in the theater. But then, like, right before something would happen, you would, like, nudge me. So I knew that you had fucking seen it. (laughs) Yeah, but see, my game is so good now, you'll never know. You just got to become a better liar. I know. I have become become a better liar. And I'll never tell. (laughs) Deny, deny, deny. That shit's fun. So, (laughs) it's fucking bad. That's what it is. He's a goddamn self-control. So it's gotta, yeah. I mean, that's no stopping that. That's just straight willpower. Yeah, that's yeah like cheating yeah. on a diet. The only yeah. one that's 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 that way for me is Star Wars. Like, luckily they keep that shit pretty well under wraps. Um, but like, if that shit came out on like you know some phone me- like medium, I'd be all over that shit. Like. Everything else, I can usually say, like, you know what? I want the cinematic experience. Like, I want my first introduction to this material to be in the cinema. Uh, but with Star Wars, I'm just like, I don't care if it's black and white and it just shows the bottom right corner of the screen. Give, I'll take it. Yeah, I would read. <laughs> I would read the script. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would, would you? Uh, yeah, uh, and I've done that before. Yeah, you used I've to done, do it all the time. Like, yeah, it mean, would always be these really early versions of the script. Um. And it, and it was funny. It seemed that they, because the internet was so new and like people didn't like know to go and like stop shit from getting spread, 
you got it a lot more. A lot, like I've read the whole script of the original X Men back in like two thousand. Yeah. And like the script was everything was absolutely the same with the exception of instead of Rogue being used to power the machine, it was the adamantium that was used to power the machine. And when Sabretooth took the adamantium dog tags, that was used to transfer Senator Kelly. And then they needed Wolverine's whole skeleton. And what happened is Rogue came up to Magneto disguised as Mystique because she stole Mystique's powers and then like and then took Magneto powers away because he, he was powering the machine with Wolverine and that's how she got her white stripe and that's how she saved the day. So they just switched Wolverine and Rogue in, in the final version. Um, but yeah, I used to read that shit all the time. I just want to know how... I, no, I am a fan of stories, like storytelling and how they they change it up and everything. I just want to know how it happens or what happens. I can still go to the theater and enjoy the cinematic experience on another level. You know, it feeds another part of my sure. interests, you know? So I don't feel like, like, I don't care about spoilers. It, this shit does not affect me, with the exception of something like Star Wars for me, which I didn't want to know about Han dying. Spoiler. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Listen, it's out on DVD. If you haven't seen it by now, then you don't yeah. care. You know, but you know what's funny, man? It's like there's going to be a certain amount of time where um, it's going to be outside of like current news, and you're going to have a generation of people who are going to start enjoying that, that movie. And so you're going to have to start being careful about shit like that. Like that, that's that's a that's a whole that's a whole other discussion topic. When when legacy shows like Star Wars that are going to transcend several generations, you, you, we're gonna have to start establishing a culture not to spoil Luke. I'm your father. You know what I mean? Like I wanted to like show my kids Star Wars before somebody spoiled that Darth Vader was Luke's father. So they're like, what? Right. You know? Because you you have to. Ha- that's part part of loving that that genre is the surprise and you're going to have to, we're going to have to do that with you know, like the more fucking twists and turns that motherfuckers going to take, the more we're going to have elaborate ways of not spoiling it for people in the future. So anyway, but, I digress. Just, is that, is that all for your nerd week? Oh no. Last thing I wanted to talk about too was, uh, I watched the show called Peaky Blinders. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of this. Dude, seen I, it's, on, it's on my list. I've heard dude, it. It's, I know. Yeah. You heard it. Cause I tell you, <laughs> I'm telling you, dude, you would like it. Like, I know you don't like the era, yeah, but basically, it's such a fucking good show, man. It's only I mean, it's, each it's season's 19, only six episodes, dude. It's nineteen. It's nineteen thirties England, right? It's uh the twenties. It starts out right after World War One, so it starts out like I think it's either nineteen eighteen or nineteen twenty. I got a couple of buddies that love it. Um, I've been, I've been, uh, it's got the scarecrow in it. Yeah, and it's got the dude from Jurassic Park. Yeah, and the um, what's Sam Neill? Sam Neill yeah, and yeah, and so. Tom Hardy. Not to spoil it for you. Shit, dude. And they're yep. all mustache peats. <laughs> not all, not all of our mustache. Peats. See, here, let me tell you something about Bobby Jisk. All right, <laughs> you're never allowed to put him onto anything. He's got to find it. That's not true. It is so true. It's even true. even Robert D was talking about that with me. What did he? <laughs> no, he no, That's not what he said. But yeah, like, there's, there's been countless. There's been countless things that you put me onto that I become a fan. Game of Thrones. I put you on a Game of Thrones. So, yes. so let me ask you this. I, I don't think that's true because I didn't get into Game of Thrones. You until let like season me borrow three. the first three seasons. I only owned the, I mean, first the first two. two. Did I let you borrow? Yes, them? because I was like, dude, I'm not into it. I tried it. I couldn't get into it. You were like, dude, you got to give it another chance. It takes till about the second or third episode to get into it. You let me hold the DVDs, and then Laura and I got hooked. It's rare. So let me ask you this, Bobby, because I told you about Peaky Blinders because I think it's a show just it, it just basically about the Brotherhood and stuff like that. Like I think it's something that. Hearing you talk, I think you would really like. Like, right. I think you would connect to it a lot. But you're like, 
I told you the error, and you're like, fuck it. The more you close your hands, the more it slips through your finger, (laughs) buddy. Wait, wait, wait. This is funny. I tell them, I'm like, it takes place in the 20s. Like, fuck it. Anything below the 60s. I I don't remember the exact quote, but if anything below (laughs) 1960, you refuse to watch. But how can you watch Game of Thrones, but you won't watch some real shit? (laughs) (laughs) Because to me, it's not about real. It's not about real or not real. It's about, like, like, it's about the era of that reality. Like, when I watch those, like, mobster movies, that are like, you know, yeah, he, yeah. Like, I'm just like, dude, like, no, like Tommy guns and the whole, like hanging out of like the cars that look weird, that don't look like real cars anymore. I just like, I just don't like it. I'm like, uh, I get, I get like very bored, like uh boardwalk empire. Like I couldn't, I just couldn't. It was too, too distant. For me. I think this is the same. I think it's around the same era too as that. So funny finder. Good. Game, Game of Thrones. <laughs> I can say things too. <laughs> All right, Bobby, how was your nerd week? Uh, it was good. So I read uh, before Watchmen the yeah the Ozymandias and the it's like the Crimson Corsair books, mm-hmm. which is like the Crimson Corsair books. Like it's like a pirate story. It's not exactly in line with what is it, the black ship or the black boat or whatever it was, um, but. It's it is a, it's a cool story, but it, I don't I wouldn't say it's required reading. This Ozymandias book is fucking required reading, man. Like I'm fucking like I'm speechless over it. Like anybody out there that was been hesitant or loves the Watchmen or been hesitant to go in on these because they don't want to like ruin the legacy of the Watch of what the Watchmen is, I say you're in good hands. It's written by Lynn Ween, who I actually tweeted from the Nerve Age account and got no reply. So Lynn Ween. <laughs> We may not be as cool as I thought we were. <laughs> um, well, obviously, he's an artist of such caliber. He can't fuck right, right, right. He probably he probably can't wait to, for the opportunity to write for uh, Alex Ross. So, so the, and Jay Lee drew it. Um, it's fucking breathtaking. Like, the art is breathtaking, and, like, the story matches it. I'm telling you, this Lin Ween-Jay Lee combination is like some Jeff Lowe-Tim Sale shit. Really? Yeah, that's where I put it. It's a mighty high bar, sir. Yeah, like... The words and the tone of the words match the visuals like so well. I'm gonna read uh, this this praise like this like these uh, reviews about it. Mm-hmm. This is from the uh, the AV Club. It said Jay Lee's artwork makes Ozymandias the most visually distinct of the Before Watchmen titles. True. IGN says Lee's style is perfect is a perfect complement to the way uh, Ween writes Veet, crafting a demigod out of a out of a mere mortal. Comic Book Resources says these art is stunning, pulling off daring page compositions and semicircular or circular panels on almost every page. That is something I noticed. Like, you know, like uh, Ozymandias is always using the circle. And, yeah. Like, and like every fucking page of this book, there's like a circular, a circle or half circle panel. It's just little, mm-hmm. little shit like that. Um, let's see. Uh, so it's not, it's not only the panels, it's the structure of the panels. It's also amazing. Yes. Pretty cool. Crave yeah. Online said the book has a compelling sensibility about it. Beautiful, classic, classical, fine art style really serves to elevate the proceedings, bringing on an air of legitimacy. I'm going to need a fucking thesaurus with this guy. The story <laughs> has, a, has a suitably epic feel to it, thanks in no small part to Lee's artistic choices. And then Newsarama said, not only is, this is the one I agree with most of all. Not only is before Watchmen Oz, Ozymandias an excellent addition to Watchmen, but it's, a strong, it's strong enough to stand on its own. And that's what was, like, so compelling to me. But, like, they tie him in to so much shit. Like, you get to see why he goes and, like, why setting up uh, Moloch 
mm. is so important to him. Mm. Like, like you get to see like the first time he meets Dr. Manhattan and like his obsession with Dr. Manhattan and dude, it's just so damn good. Hey man, don't oversell it. I, I, I can't, I can't <clears throat> things about it. Like it's the best comic book I've read. God damn it. You know what this means, right? I have to give you that X Force book back. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Or you could just play his own game and just not. You know, I'm not letting you turn me onto that, sir. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. I don't. I, know, uh, I can't do that. I can't do that. <laughs> um. But yeah, it's it's. Because I got to know the story. <laughs> so I read. Uh, what else did I read? Anything else? I'm not sure. I, I read uh, more than meets the eye, volume nine. Yeah. Uh, it's okay. Uh, it's not bad. It's it's not as bad as the last two have been, in my opinion. Respectfully, because I love the people that are on the creative. You know what? You know what sucks about that, man. For me personally, is like you've been like telling me for years how good some of these books are. Yeah, I've been like, and the fact that advocate. they're like going downhill, it makes me not want to read them. Yeah, I've been like you know? an advocate of them. Like I've been. Yeah. Like, um, but yeah, it's it, it's not bad. It's it's like it's back. It's like getting back on track, but it still doesn't quite have that feel. And I'm starting to ask myself. You know, everybody undersold Robots in Disguise at the time. They were just like, dude, more than MCI for the win. And then there's that other book. Am I right? Am I right? <laughs> um, but I'm starting to ask myself if maybe more than MCI was so good because it was juxtaposed with right, R.I.D. Do you know what I mean? Like maybe having that other part of that larger universe is what helped make that good. And maybe without that, it's not as good. There was some synergy going on there. Yeah. Um, but it's it's okay. It's not bad. It's it's definitely better than the last two trades. But it's not quite where I where I want it to be. And aren't I they? Saw, I was say, aren't they merging them now to back to one book? Um. Well, they haven't. They have they haven't been one books forever. If they are merging them, I find that to be very strange. That's what I had heard is that they were going back to just doing one. Yeah, I actually heard that as well. Oh, it might be true. But um, <clears throat> they're they're like they take place on. But as far as where I like, and I am like six months behind. To be they like one takes place. They take place. Wait, one takes place on Earth, and one takes place like in a distant galaxy. Yeah, see, far, far away. Uh, I, I believe that's accurate. Okay. Um, so I, I I don't know how they get back together. They only been together. Like they were together at the very opening of both books, and then they came back together for Dark Cybertron, and then they've been apart since then. Hmm. Um. But I don't know. Uh, let's see what else. I watched Voltron the first episode. Yeah, no, let's talk about it. No? Oh, just the first episode? Yeah. Okay, you're allowed to talk about that. Oh. Okay. I watched um, that shit too. I forgot to mention that. So let's talk about that for a bit. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. Sorry. So, you're not allowed to talk about it. But we're not? But, uh, well, I, let, let, let's come back to it because I, I finished the whole thing. Oh, okay. Well, why can't we just talk about the first episode? Why can't we just talk uh, about it? All right. All right. Let's talk without about specifics. Without specifics. The, the first hour and a half type. So episode. I think it's good. I think it's a great cartoon for children to watch. Like, I think it could be something where if kids got into this, it could have a lasting, like, impression on their fandom. Like, I think they could be Voltron fans in 30 years. Yeah. I don't think it's great for adults. I, I disagree with that statement, but there's a caveat. I think that it's great for adults like me who liked Voltron when we were kids. That I could sit there with my child, introduce them to a reboot of Voltron, that it will meet both of our sensibilities at the same time. Um, having a 
creating a new rich world that's more character driven, but still harkening back to what we remember of Voltron before. Okay, and I only watched the first episode. Yeah. So I, I, I my, my entire impression is based off that, and it's the first episode is not really character driven. No. It's not. So it kind of seems very shellish to me. Yes. But I'm 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 okay with it. Like I like I'm okay with that. I'm. I'm are Are you going to finish the season, the series? I'm going to try. Um, okay. I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to or not. I'm not sure. going to. Not to just to chime in. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's it's good, man. It's it's good. I mean, it wasn't it's real, it's it wasn't good. bad. I just couldn't like. I just wanted it to be. How a, many episodes? How many? Episodes I just watched did you the first in? one. Okay. Um. I just wanted it to be more PG thirteen, and then I kind of saw the direction they were going. I was like, "Yeah." It's very, it's very Legend of Korra. It's all right, and and the reason I'm bringing this up, Mickey, <laughs> Mickey, <Triggered>. Mickey. <laughs> all right, you know he'll be hitting me up like tonight too, because I know he'll listen to it tonight. Um, all right, so I believe the same team who did this did Legends of Korra. All right, for the air, the uh, Airbender. I mean Avatar. So. The last Airbender in Legends of Korra. Interesting thing about it: if you were like 12 years old when the last Airbender came out, or whatever the age was, you were also like 22 years old when Legends of Korra ended. That's how old she was, right? So it it took like the snapshot of the single generation and kind of grew up with them. Like this, it's like the same Harry Potter. It's the same, exactly right. Harry Potter. Same thing I feel about Harry Potter. I feel like Harry Potter. Grew up with my sister, who's nine years younger than me. That I took her to see all those movies, it's kind of tradition. Um, so there's definitely it gets more adult. It does have a very, you know, laughy anime feel. Like sometimes the characters will, you know, bob around. Hey, what's this? What's this? And they'll bob around. Stop touching my computer. You know what I mean? Like that kind of goofy, jokey type anime thing. They do, they do that. Stop and I felt touching like my computer. Yeah, you know, but you know what I'm talking about. That, that's like this scene. But like, there's more of that in there. Right, but then it does get serious, and there's like some serious drama, and like so, I feel like Voltron, in regards to its its maturity, like the totality of its maturity is in between the last Airbender and Korra, because Korra had some very adult themes, at the, especially at the end when you when you basically had a gay couple at the end of Korra, you know what I mean? It some super adult themes, and I think that's why Nickelodeon wanted to stop it and not go forward with it anymore, because it got too adult for that channel right um like i said before i think that like here's the problem with rebooting a show that all these shows that are made that are basically 30 minute commercials with that's with our generation is you have to you have to make it reasonable to the the people who liked it originally but we're all fucking 30 plus dude you know 36-year-old person watching a cartoon, you know what I mean? You got to have some kind of adult themes to it, but at the same time, you have to make it that kids want to watch it. And, and another thing is on Netflix. It's a Netflix show, right. you know? Um, I think that they were extremely successful with balancing that out, that it's a show that I could watch with my kids, but I did enjoy the show. And, dude, like, I I, I powered through those motherfuckers too, man. I mean, it was, it was probably two and a half days I was done with all – 12 episodes? I think there's 12 episodes. Did you watch with your kids? Huh? Watch it with your kids? I did not watch them with my kids. <laughs> well, that's, that's what I was going to say. I was going to say, so, so you could watch yeah. it with your kids, but now that you've already seen but the, it, the re- But the reason, that I, the reason I didn't watch it with my kids, I'm going to watch it with my kids. The reason I didn't watch it with my kids is I was away from home when it came out. So. But you mean, 
But I have watched. I've watched I all the avatars of my kids like over and over like you're again. Under contract to watch it within forty-eight hours of it releasing. What's that? It's not like you're under contract to watch it within. Oh, I, I think I'm absolutely with this podcast responsible for watching it to to be done with it because I thought that we were going to record Monday. When I originally text, and I wanted to get done by Monday so we could talk about it on the show. Oh, uh, okay. I I will say that because of not necessarily because of you guys, but because of like your show and just the show that I'm doing, like I do feel like I have to go watch movies the day they come out or I'm fucked. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Right, right, right. But I'm I wasn't I wasn't talking like um like I was talking about the time frame. But when he said that he thought we were recording Monday, that's different. Oh. That's, that's a different era. But but um but to say like, you know, like only in forty eight hours, like I think it's great to watch your kids. I didn't watch it with mine, but it's, I think it's a good idea. <laughs> no, but I mean I'm I will watch it with my kids. I mean dude I've watched I've I've probably watched the Avatar series with my kids probably a dozen times. Didn't you start out watching with your yeah, that's how I started watching. It. That's what I'm saying. Is a different. Yeah, but I mean, like you know, it's it's no. Well, I started. They started watching it. Right. With actually, that's not true. Let me tell you what happened. My buddy Ryan was over another friend's house, and his kid was watching Avatar, and so that he was like waiting for somebody to get ready. He sat, he started sitting down there and watching. He's like, "This is really fucking good." So he watched it. Right. I came into his house. I'm like, "What are you watching, dude?" Totally judgmental, you know. Like, <laughs> and he's like, "Dude, this the show is the shit." I'm like, and he's older than me. He's like forty. They like, do the shows the shit, and I'm like really, and uh, he's thirty eight. And um, I was like, and I gave, and I started watching it, and then I, and then like that's how I, you know we started. Like, is it on Netflix? It was on Netflix or whatever we had at the time, and we started from like episode one, season one. And I just started watching it. Then my kids started watching it with me, and then my wife started watching it, and it turned into like, hey, we're gonna watch two. You know, what are we doing tonight? Oh, we're gonna watch two episodes of you know of Avatar before bedtime. I mean, it was like it, it was like a little nice tradition in the house. So can't can't push that show enough. Anyway, but I thought it was good. I thought the 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 show was done very well. The production was very well. The only thing that I get tired of is you, you, the Voltron comes together the exact same way, you know, each time. But one thing that was cool is you didn't see it, because it's the reused cells. It's the reused it's like things, the same yeah. cuts scenes, yeah. But here's the other cool thing though. You're losing you Bobby. Don't see, you don't see Voltron in every in every episode. You know, like the, the the show wasn't the show wasn't dependent on Voltron being there in every episode. You know, they had other shit that the show was about about you know trying to get this team together and whatnot. It was done very well. I mean, it, it had a story, and I'm not going to spoil it for you guys. So I want you to watch it, but it left with a very interesting cliffhanger. But there's some other stuff going on that you're like, oh, that's fucking cool. Oh, holy shit. I didn't realize that was happening. How are they going to explain that next season? Well, so, I'll, I'll I mean, continue. My wife, uh, my wife has fallen asleep on it twice now. So I, well, I don't expect her to watch Voltron, dude. Well, that's, I, don't, that's I, a, I don't either. Yeah. Let me finish. I, uh, <laughs> I expect that um, you know, when, when that happens, it makes it very difficult for me to watch it because yeah. I only watch television at night. Well, the, only the, fr- the first episode is an hour and a half. Every other episode is like 22 minutes. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, so you can power you can power through it in no time flat. It's only like eleven episodes, right? I think it's eleven. I think it's twelve episodes, counting the first episode being three. You know what I mean? I think. I think oh, okay. And I'll yeah. say twelve episodes is perfect. Like I was going through, like just looking for something to watch, and I'm like, oh, Bobby would agree with you, Jesse. I'm all quantum leaps on. Oh, the first season seven episodes, cool. The next one's probably twelve, and I was like, I could watch this. And then I got to season two, and it's twenty two episodes. Fuck it, I'm right. watching this. Quantum leap was shit. Love that show. I did too, but I wouldn't watch it now. I wouldn't go back on that one. 
Yeah. Well, hey, man, it, it doesn't pay, take place past the 60s. That's true, but I, no, I, still, I still wouldn't go back. I, I want to remember it just the way I do. All right, so by what else is that? Is that it for your nerd week? Um, I mean, I'm sure there's other shit. I'm just trying. I watched 89 Batman. Oh, okay. I still enjoyed it. Yeah, it's you know, I think I think I catch that at least every 18 months. And there's uh, <laughs> there's still like some Joker parts where I'm like, I really like this Joker. Yeah. Like the the yeah. uh, the glad you're dead and all that shit. I'm glad you're and dead. When he's yeah. when he's shooting uh Grisham, and he's like you know shooting behind his back and shooting. You know, yeah. under his through his legs and all that stuff. Like, I really like that. Um, and I don't know. That's I'm working on a scavenger's drawing. That's so uh, a woman, a woman. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, way to get a load of me. Anyway, uh, I watched Ninja Turtles. Okay. It it wasn't it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. It was. Eh, I thought Crane was a little over the top. Um, it's fine. It's it's, de- it's definitely more for kids. Like I think it's the opposite of Ultron. Where the first Ninja Turtles, I think, like it was there. There's stuff there for kids, but it also kind of touched us in our special our special spaces, you know, for the for the fan back in the like early '90s. Um, hey, just don't get all dirty on me, Jesus. Oh, sorry, I just go there. <laughs> um. Then I watched a movie with John Cusack. I I, I, I might have I might not be telling you this. I don't even think this movie's out in the theaters yet. <laughs> it's called The Cell. I think it's based off a Michael Crichton book where um, cell phones all call at the same time, and anybody who answers it, it like it like wipes their brain. I read the book um, many years. I mean, like maybe ten years ago. It's been a fucking while. I don't even remember everything that happened in the book. So I, I can't. I wouldn't be able to tell you what the differences were. But basically, like it re it reprograms everybody's brain, like empties them out, and they be, basically become zombies and start like killing each other. And then slowly, there's like this hive mind that that comes together with all the the people, and it's basically these people who are survivors who are trying to get away um, from these flocks of these like zombie people whose whose minds have all been erased, but they they can kind of like all see and hear what the others see and hear. It's pretty terrifying. Um, not a not a bad flick. Samuel Jackson was in it as well. Um, it's it's one of those like straight to touch DVD. I think I don't know even know if it's it's going to come out in theaters. Probably not. I was going to say you had me until you said Hive Mind, and then that's yeah. it. it. Well, the Hive Mind isn't. It, it's it's in, the book was really good. It was really good. Um, but I want to I want to say in the book you don't find out why it happened or how it happened either. Um, but it's pretty interesting. Uh, and then I watched Warcraft. Did you? Warcraft. I did. I did. How was it? It's actually not bad. You know what? I, was, I had a feeling sh- it wouldn't be. I was shocked. And let me say this. The worst thing it has going for it is that it's based on a video game. If, like, the Warcraft video game didn't exist and I didn't have the prejudice from knowing that it's based off a video game... I actually would have liked it a lot more. Okay. Um, it's very it, it 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 did some very daring things. So spoilers, spoilers. All right. So if you do, if you're interested in seeing this movie, you know if you've been waiting for this movie, you know go ahead, Bobby, do the countdown. Ninety nine. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. So 
they did some pretty interesting things. Um, a, a lot of they kind of gained to throne some stuff, right? So some of the main characters did not make it through the through the film, and uh, some some enemies became friends, some friends became enemies. Um, now I will say it is a special effects spectacular, right? And all of the orcs just start feeling like the Incredible Hulk from the Avengers, to me. Like that's like one of my criticisms. Like just they all look like the Hulk, but there's like flesh-colored orcs, that like human flesh, and then there's green orcs, right? And, and there's a there's a reason why the green orcs are green. They're not naturally that way. Um. And it 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 did some interesting stuff, and it sets it's setting up this film to be a trilogy or, you know, but it's not, it's not setting this up to be like, oh, they're definitely going to have a part two. It's like, no, this is not the story they wanted to tell. This is the first part of the story they want to tell. There's like stuff that has not been resolved and there's, there's stuff they built on and they earned some shit in the film. So it's, it's not bad. I'm not going to say, you know, I'm not giving, like, if I had to rate it, I'd probably give it, like, a 7 out of 10. But if there was no Warcraft game, um, and it just was a, a new fantasy story that had to do with humans and orcs and elves and fucking dwarves, which they didn't really even go into. There's a lot of the world that they you see, but you don't know much about it except that these characters are there. I probably would have gave it an 8 out of 10. It, was, it wasn't bad. You know, and there's one thing that they did. I was like, okay, this is like the fact. Well, I mean, actually, there's two things that they did. The fact that they did that makes it more interesting, right? Now, I do have some other criticisms of it. Um, because it's such a CGI fantastic world, it does kind of suffer from that weightlessness feel at times. Um, where it's like, I, you know, I need some sets. I need some real sets. I can't do all the CG type of stuff. Um but it, 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 it was more character-driven. It wasn't just big brawl battles. There's actually maybe like, there's really only like one huge battle and like one decent fight scene. Everything else, like all the other wars going on are just like, you see them in wide shots over long areas and then they go back to the drama of it. You know what I mean? And then there's another engagement and they go back to the drama of it. Kind of Game of Thrones-esque. You know, like you don't really see that many big battles people more referencing the battles. Does that make sense? Yeah. I got you. Yeah. So, so it wasn't bad. I was actually, you know, it was one of those things like I, I watched just to waste some time and yeah, I was actually, I was pleasantly surprised. Nice. Pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Bobby, don't go see it. No, <laughs> no, it's, it's too fantastic for you, but I expect it to be fantastic. Yeah. But it's too, it's too rough. <laughs> okay. Like, I'll, like, cause I'll, I, I'll I, 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 cause you'll, you'll be, you'll be like, Oh, you mean the incredible Hulk movie with the it, world war Hulk? Because <laughs> it's like a bunch of world, war- it's a bunch of hulks running around doing hulk shit. Right. Like that's how it feels at times. And like the orcs are fucking huge. It's stupid. They're stupid big. They're as big as the Incredible Hulk. Yeah, well, I've seen. I've seen that. Yeah. I just was um, worried that it, not the worried I was going to see it, but just I, I just was like, oh, I wonder if it's just going to be a bunch of video game cutscenes. Like, it it wasn't. It wasn't yeah, that. So that's good. Like, I, yeah, it wasn't like they they like. They took it serious. They took the movie serious, and they had it. They had a serious story to tell. Well, I have some um, shocking news about it. What's if, that? If we're all sitting down. Yeah. <laughs> it's killing in China. Yeah. Yeah. The same um, place where people like lose their jobs and die. Playing like, video games. 
I think no, that Korea. game specifically. I think it's more in Korea, but yeah, you're, you're nope. probably true about that as well. Just watched a documentary about it, actually. In, in China? Yep. Is it more in China? Uh, they didn't They didn't compare it to Korea, but mm-hmm. ch- the Chinese have actually uh, instituted a, a government-run facility that deals with internet addiction. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm familiar with that. And yes. it's mainly due to, to Warcraft. Wow. Did you and I have? Do we have a conversation on this podcast about like, no, you or maybe mean, it was a, you, me, and Joe KW? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that coming back from X Men, right? Going to. Yeah, that was a good conversation. Actually, that you know what? I have the I have that recorded because I never posted up. Maybe maybe if I can get that squared away, I could post it up on the end of this podcast. Not making any promises, folks. See so if you get there and it's not there, it's not my fault. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Uh, other other things about Nerd Week. Uh, Joe KW, speaking of Joe KW, he came through yesterday. You know, played a little 40K. Nice. And did a little run as well. It's big. Doesn't sweat. The dolphin doesn't sweat. Motherfucker <laughs> ran three miles with me. And, like, we got back. He's like, oh, I'm good, man. No body odor. No sweating. Had his ball shorts on. It's tank top, Bobby. Yeah, he better. For you. He better. <laughs> I, I don't, I, dude. If he ever shows up my house dressed any other way, I'm sending him home. <laughs> we were actually, we were actually talking about that. <laughs> I, I like, I like people as I imagine them in my head. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know why that's I bet funny you, to me. <laughs> Yo, that statement has so many layers. That's just so many a layers. Time of disappointment. <laughs> yeah, we ha- we have to end the podcast right now and just got to make questions just about that statement. <laughs> um, but I think that's that's pretty much everything for my nerd week. I I, I got a bunch of the uh, the DC rebirths waiting for me at the comic book store. I'm actually going in and buying the Lucys. I just I didn't have a chance to pick them up, and then I've got other shit that's been going crazy here recently. So hey, I um. I was watching shows. I wanted to say I did watch uh, this movie on Netflix called The Get Sh- The Short Get. Have you heard of this? No, dude, it's fucking awesome. What is it about? It's about the uh, the housing market collapse of two thousand eight. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's not. It's the uh, I think it's not the short get. get. The big short. The big short. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Brad Pitt's in it. Christian Bale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the dude from The Office. Did you see it? No, I want to see it, dude. It's fucking awesome. What, what's What's cool about it is like they talk, like they break the fourth wall or whatever. Yeah. And like they'll be like, uh, like it'll be like in the movie they'll be like, they'll be like, no, 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 just have them push the CISD loans. Yeah, 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 the CISD loans. And then like somebody from the group will look at the camera and be like, now you guys probably don't understand what a CISD loan is. So we're gonna have Selena Gomez in a short black dress explain it to you. And then it like cuts to Selena Gomez like in a short black dress saying a CISD loan is such and such and, like gives you like this little tutorial on it. That's awesome. Yeah, man. they did it one time like with with another thing. They were like, you probably don't know what that means. So here's um, what's the chick's name who plays Harley Quinn? Um, no, Margot uh, Margot Margo Robbie. Robbie. Mar- she's like, here's Margot Robbie in a bubble bath to explain it, and it's like Margot Robbie in a bubble bath. <laughs> <laughs> she explains to you like the shit is going on. Basically, <laughs> basically, man, like. It, it makes you sick. It makes you, it, it makes you disgusted. It makes you disgusted. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a tough it's a tough watch, but it's a good watch. Did you see? Did you watch that little cartoon I put up on Facebook about like the IRS and what Woodrow Wilson did? Not Woodrow Wilson. Um, fuck, what's his name? Uh fuck. It doesn't matter. Um. <laughs> Uh, about like the, the IRS bill and like going to like the Federal Reserve. No, it's fucking crazy. Like basically, 
the banks like you know you just gotta watch go, go to my facebook and watch it it's okay. like it talks about all what the banks did even when like england won this war and the banks like told like the banks told said that england lost the war and then it devalued England, so the banks would come in and like buy a lot of shit, and then hand the the war bill over to the the crown. It's just it's it's some crazy shit. And how like Thomas Jefferson's main focus was to keep the fucking banks out of the United States. Right. Um. And, and it it wasn't until like 1913 where everything went to shit. So with that, and now we are we, we are reaping those that shit right now. But this isn't a political podcast about money. No, so we're gonna not. talk about some nerd shit. But it is about Bobby, money sometimes. It is. It's about wasting money. <laughs> about wasting <Yep>. money. <laughs> about not, not investing in our children's future and throwing caution to the wind. Well, I've told you before that my wife and I are not paying for our kids' college. Yes, you're paying for right? it. We're 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 saving for therapy. Yes, you are. <laughs> yeah. Much better. Much better investment. I think you should I, I like uh, to piggyback on not you specifically, but I, I think like uh you should be able to eye them up and be like, nah, this one can go to college. This one probably needs therapy. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, we were we kind of doing that. <laughs> this one will get a scholarship. Yeah. So, um, so are we ready this, to This on? one will marry a rich man. Are we, are we, are we ready to <laughs> can, move on? Can I talk about one thing just before we go on? Sure, sure. I want... All right, so I, I have my questions. Um... I love questions, Bobby. How about you? Sometimes. <laughs> They can't lead to bad places at all. It'll be great. There's about 15 of them, but I may, I may edit some of these out now. You know what we could do? Just I'm spitballing while we're recording the podcast. Do you want to make this a question podcast? Let's and see how it the, goes, I guess. Okay, yeah, because I, I feel that if we have enough time, we might be able to get in the news. If not, don't worry, guys. We're, we're going we're gonna to work all of it out. So just shoot, shoot away. All right, well. All right, so my first one, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spell a word, and I want you guys to say it, but I want Adam to go first. All right? Uh, Ready? Here's on, this man. word. I, I, it's here's a, the thing. I got to write it down. Sure. I will not be able to fucking, I will not be able to do it if you just spell it. <laughs> it's, it's not a hard word. Okay. All right. Ready? It's yeah. T-H-E-A-T-E-R. Theater? Theater. All right. Yeah. Now I want Bobby to say it. <laughs> theater. <laughs> That's it. Every time I hear theater. <laughs> Dude, I get a lot of shit about that. I get a lot of shit about that at work, too. I don't know why I, I do it, but I, just, I don't know where I picked it up from, but that's what I, That's how I say it. It sounds like something your dad would say. Theater. I'd go to the theater. I was going to say, did your dad say theater? I don't know. I had to get him to say it. I, do, I do your dad voice. Uh, really no, my dad voice is such a fucking over... It's like it's an over-exaggeration of the truth. It, it, but it's what you hear in your head. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know. I, don't, I, I got to get him on the horn. I got to talk Bob, we're going to go to the theater. Yeah, I think it was... I, I, can see, I can hear your dad saying theater. I think, but I think he just was like more like movies. We're going to go to the movies. He was more of a... Oh, that is true. You know, I don't know where I got that from or why I've I say it the way I say it. You know what, you know what irritates me on the subject is people that say... Like I, I, I Shattercast guys say it all the time. I just bite my, my tongue. But um, aesthetic. Really? Yeah. You like aesthetic? I like aesthetic. If there's a TH yeah. in there. Yes. And the aesthetic, it it, the aesthetic. it, it, it yeah. burns my soul. Like, that's one. Uh, <laughs> vice versa. That shit eats me up. Vice versa? It's vice versa. Yeah. Um, I don't know. When I see more than three periods in an ellipses, that eats me up. There's a few <laughs> things out there. That, that well, dude, I have things. a buddy who does ellipses with commas. Ugh. How? That's it, not the same thing. It's not. Yeah. I know. He does it all the time. And then I got another buddy. He doesn't use caps. Ever? 
ever. All of a sudden, start with lowercase. Would you rather have no caps or all caps? I'd rather have all caps. I'd rather he, he be yelling at me. It's crazy. Crazy to me. Yeah, I um like I it makes me want to punctuate all of my text messages correctly and I'm like grammar is my, my, my weakest thing. I won't go out of my way to capitalize something in a in a text. But usually at least No, I'm time. talking about I'm talking about he'll write an email, like a, a, a long email. Like he'll give me something to edit and publish and he won't have he won't use caps for how can you not do that? I mean, come on. I have no idea. Doesn't it do it automatically with Word? I don't even know what he's writing on to 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 give me this format. I almost want to know. I, I'm, maybe I'm being trolled. <laughs> you know what I'm well, even like even your iPhone now. Every time, if once you use punctuation, it automatically starts the next sentence with a. a yeah, cap. yeah. I, I don't know how he's doing it, but he does it. I've since stopped taking written work from him. <laughs> And the theater thing I asked, just, I, I've, was one other person I've met only that said theater. He was like, I don't know, that's just how I said it. But I didn't know if there was a specific, yeah, I'm just trying I, to find out the root cause of it. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> See, you, should, you know what that means, though, Bobby, right? Uh, they're, they're hanging off every word. Well, I, I, um, <laughs> I like, there, there, are, there are certain things that I know that I do that are, that are culturally specific, like, like uh, geographically specific. Um, but theater is definitely not one of them. I don't know where the fuck I got that from, uh, but like, I I tend to overpronunciate uh, O's and U's, um, you know, home and shit like that. Like that's 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 a Maryland thing, uh, you know, Mountain Dew. Like the 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 E is under that circumstances is longer. Like shit like that. But I, the theater bit, I don't know. I have no idea why. I like I get shit for it all the time, and I always know it's coming. Because people are usually like, wait, you went where? And they, and they have a smile on their face like they just want to hear me say it again. <laughs> and I don't even know how to say it otherwise. Yeah, we don't need to. It's, you know what it is? It's like, you know, you hear, you just, especially, I guess it's for me, I, you're expecting a certain sound. And then when that <laughs> sounds just rhythmically a little different, it's, but, that, that's, that's what catches me. Not that it's bad. I don't think it's bad. I just think it's, it's but what, funny. What, what is it? Theater? Theater. <laughs> What is it? <laughs> I say theater. 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 What is it? theater. 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 Yeah, it doesn't sound right when you say it. Don't say That's it. That way. <laughs> Stop it. Uh, yeah, I feel like I feel like I can't say it. I, 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 I feel like I, I just don't have the ability to perform that pronunciation of that word any other way. That's good. I just think it's funny. I thought it was yeah, funny. yeah, yeah. No, no. I, I know it's a thing. <laughs> All right. Uh, do you guys believe in aliens? Yes. Why? Wow, you really want to go down this rabbit hole? I mean, it doesn't. I'm afraid <laughs> okay, to. Okay, to okay, okay. All right, so let's. This well, Bobby, what do you want to say? Yes or no to start off with, too. So know where you're at. Y- yes, and my answer is, is short and brief. I think it's arrogant not to. Okay, yeah. So let's look at it. There's many different ways we can look at this. Let, like like the Drake equation thing. Like if the universe is like, not only do not do I believe in aliens, right? But if I believe that the universe is truly infinite, um, then I also believe that we are having this conversation some other place, but my name is Bobby and Bobby's name is Adam. Because if, if the universe is truly infinite, given enough time, everything that can happen will happen. That's one. So that's like kind of like the cop out, 
you know, easy answer, right? Um, do I believe that there's little green men uh, coming from Mars? Um, I don't know. I, I think that what is probably what is probably more realistic is is either a they've always been here, um, and I'm I tend to believe that humans are a, a very they're anomaly. And not to say that we're special or we're so special and we're better than every other life form on this earth, but let's get real. <laughs> we are, all right. Um, no, nah, I mean it's you know share the planet with everything. I'm not I'm not, I'm not trying to be a jerk about it, but like there's just weird things that doesn't quite make sense in our evolution. Um, and when I say evolution, you know I think people tend to use the the term like oh I don't believe in evolution. It's like well. You may not believe that we came from monkeys, but that's kind of like a, that's kind of not true. We probably came from hominids that, you know, if you saw one today would remind you of a chimpanzee, but obviously we're not chimpanzees because chimpanzees are chimpanzees. We're just probably, we have a common ancestor. Like people don't really understand what that means. Um, and it's one of those, it's one of those things where uh, just the amount, the phenomena of like the UFO phenomenon, which they've changed the name now to something else. Um, you know, I, I know, I, I know a few people that have, that have seen a few th crazy things like eyewitness accounts. Like I have a, a buddy of mine that's in the air force and, um, there's like a story, there's like stories about this. You can like go research it, but like, um, there's a UFO over a missile silo for like 45 minutes and they're like, you know, driving around trying to get, you know, like a, a see what this thing is and like the missile, like the computer systems are, are something was going on you know just like like some crazy shit that's happened that you're like holy fuck man um i got a i got a buddy of mine whose uh uncle was at roswell you know and he speaks about shit and i, I got another another buddy of mine um you know his uh his grandfather was a pilot um and actually drove flew from roswell to wright patterson in ohio and Wright Patterson actually refused them to land. Like we know what you turn all the lights off, you know. We know what you guys are coming. We know what you guys have. You're not bringing on base. Like the colonel there didn't want to have anything to do with it. And they mm -hmm. actually flew someplace else, and they flew back. Um, I've actually I, I did some. I was out in New Mexico for like three months, and I went to uh, I went to Roswell, New Mexico, and I sat. I went to the Roswell Museum. And um, the most striking thing that I saw to me that was like, this is crazy, is like, I think Roswell happened in 1952 or 42. doesn't matter what year it is. I, I don't remember. It but anyway, there's an article that the Air Force put out that, yes, there were bodies found. There were these dummies that they were using for like these, these high altitude parachute testing. Um, and so the the dummies would look like people and it was a top secret thing. And, um, that's what was used there. So it was like a, a story that came out like 20 years after the Roswell event. The curious thing, curious thing is that in the article, in, in the statement from the air force, they had the wrong date for the Roswell event by 10 years. Hmm. So they were saying 10 years ago, this happened those dummies weren't manufactured 12 years ago prior to the, and I'm getting, I'm getting the dates kind of mixed up, but you'll get the point. 
so basically it's it's another it's another false flag type thing it's another lie put up by the air force not only were there were, was the years wrong but the manufacturing of these dolls or these 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 mannequins or whatever they want to call them didn't happen until eight years after the roswell event took place so it's impossible for that to be the viable solution this is another lie put out by the air force you know what i mean um and it just, I mean, it, it's, I don't, I don't know what happened. I mean, the other thing too about the Roswell thing, it could be a total propaganda piece for the Russians that we like, like the government, like we will fake these things. We will put bodies out there. We'll lie to our own military officers. So rumors spread and the Russians think we have advanced alien technology, you know, maybe it's a propaganda piece. I don't know. I mean, that's, that's another reasonable, that that's just a, that's just as reasonable explanation as it being aliens because they're both pretty far-fetched. Um, but I don't know, man. I, I do believe that, that you know, there's something else out there and it's probably that there's something, there's a higher whatever that's here on the planet. Um, maybe they've always been here. Maybe they come by. But the, the, the scary thing about it is is that the government has already, has already put out things, like studies that says if something came, we would we would ignore it and not tell the public because ultimately you just get up and you go to work and you pay your taxes because you think that the government is the highest power they're right. in charge if one day they came and said yep there are these aliens here they're randomly taking people to do experiments on we can't we have no technology we can't they don't even talk to us they just do what the fuck they want like society would go crazy oh yeah can you, can you imagine you know so it's like it's one of those it's one of those things you kind of get in this like kind of paradoxical situation like is it is it real well if it even if it is real they wouldn't tell you that it's real so <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> you know, it's kind of maddening and that's one mean? of those things like i think aliens exist and maybe this is foolish of me to say but I, that's something i want to see in my lifetime like i'd like to see a being from another planet in my lifetime yeah i mean the, the, the octopus man go look at an octopus they're, <laughs> yeah. from, they're from another they're they're fucking crazy um um, I also think there's there's also the possibility that the more we learn about like extinction extinction level events that have happened that they stuff that killed the dinosaurs, um, you know, scientists are starting to find like these these massive craters and stuff where we have other impacts that have reset humanity, and we've at least you know they're finding all these things like Gobekli Tempe, which is like thirty thousand years old, you know, and they have they have you know rock you know in carvings in the rocks and symbols that are more advanced than some of the stuff that we've seen in, in in egypt and it's huge and it's all it was all buried at the same time so either a civilization buried it on purpose or some kind of event happened that buried it all at the same time like all of them all of the, the matter like the is all the same age right um that it's, it's buried with and so that's thirty thousand years old man like the pyramids are what like four thousand years old no they think but now they're, they're, they're wondering if, if the, the Sphinx and stuff is older and there's some place in like Taiwan or some place that they're finding that's even older. And it's like it's pushing us back further and further and further. And then genetically, we're finding Homo sapiens pushed back further and further and further. We used to think that we you know, we evolved from Neanderthal. Well, now we're, we're I know, Neanderthal were around when, when Homo sapiens were around. They were interbreeding. They were, you know, they were interacting with one another for a long time. And now there's other hominids that they're finding. So it's like, you know, modern humans' age keeps on getting older and older. I think now it's up to like four hundred thousand years old, maybe even longer. Well, that's so, what's scarier. Like it's scarier to me 
to think that we've had so many civilizations that we keep fucking it up and just recently like we have these extinction level events like that scares me more than an alien species burying something under the yeah because that means like dude how many times have we fucked up i mean you guys look around right look around your house where you're sitting right now most of the shit in your house will not survive being outside of a controlled environment like 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 temperature environments for a hundred years and like a hundred years is fucking nothing you know I mean, with the exception of some of the polymers that we're making now, you know, like all the metal will corrode and, and rust away. That's fucking nuts, man. I don't know. Bobby, what do you think? Do you think we're getting little green men now or? Um, no, I think, so, I think if, I think if, I think if anybody can make it here, um, like they're fucking, they're going to come. They're going to come and say hi. They're going to come for the resources. Really? Yeah. Like I don't. I don't think. I don't think it'd be an ET situation. I, see, <laughs> yeah. But, I like it, it'd be. It'd be easier to mine resources. So if you're asking resources, are you talking about like water, water and metals and like like dense elements? It'd be easier for them to mine like an asteroids, like an asteroid belt. You know. <clears throat> I mean, that's like that's the next thing that we're talking about doing. Like, how do we go out into the into the Kuiper Belt or whatever the hell it's called and, and start. You know, mining that shit. Now that'll be the next, the next big thing. I don't know though, man. It's, it's. You want to think that you want to believe that if there's an alien intelligence, they'd be more, you know, sophisticated and whatever. But then you talk, you hear like guys like Stephen Hawking's who are pretty smart, and they're like, no, stop putting radio signals out there or anything. They'll, <laughs> they'll Cheers. fucking come. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I don't know. Some scary, some Independence Day shit. Yeah, really. All right, so uh, now going. My next question is about just classic monsters. Like, what's the scariest classic monster of all time? Like Wolfman, Frankenstein, aliens. <laughs> uh, I think safe. Huh. Huh. Like yeah. uh, that's, that's like the only. Uh, it, you know, like I'm I'm not a very religious person. Um, I don't really buy into it really at all. But like, there is something like elementally terrifying to me about that character and and it's it, it's really is the only thing that makes me question if there is truth to uh christianity like is how unnervingly uh put off i am by satan like did you make did you, did you make your payment this week like if i watch like uh the exorcist or if i watch if, if i watch passion for the christ like like jesus getting his ass kicked and all that like that you know that sucks and i i sympathize like i you know ethos and whatnot but um, but when I see the Satan, I'm like, I'm put off, like I'm, I'm uncomfortable. And it makes me think like, I wonder if I'm uncomfortable because there's some legitimacy to it. Or if it's because I was raised and it's always been the boogeyman of my religion. And I'm, 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 up, for, I'm up for that. I'm up for that too. I'm just saying like, it is a, it is a, it is a real reaction. So it's. Yeah, that's that's a good one. You know, it's it's funny. Like, all like we've talked about this before. It's such a interesting character in fiction, and there's so many wide varieties of Satan that we don't really see the terrifying, scary Satan like Ego Mortison was in um, what movie was that? Prophecy. Um, the prophecy. Yeah, like that guy fucking freaked me out. You know, you see like the one in like um, in Constantine was pretty interesting. You know, you get the Lucifer show. You know, I'm a big supernatural guy, so that that Lucifer is is very uh, he's scary, but 
at the same time he's kind of comically scary you know like he's he's a kind of a smart ass you know I'll do whatever I want almost like a spoiled child I don't know man um I think Bobby's beats mine though I don't I don't <laughs> know like like vampires have always kind of like done it for me like they're scary like the scary vampires before because it's just something like I don't like needles you know right and like they, they they kind of freak me out and like to actually think of something like just biting you in the neck and just like sucking you dry you know it's like uh it kind of makes me kind of makes you whatever but um i will say one thing that japanese monsters it seems to be like it, i, I kind of feel that like european boogeyman monsters or whatever and even in like entertainment they all have like a rule set you know what i mean you put some garlic on the vampires will go away you got a cross on the wall you know what i mean even the even Satan, you get a priest in there to exercise. It might not, it might be a bloody battle, but you could be saved. You know what I mean? But like I kind of feel like like something like the like the ring, and um, the grudge. Like there's something about that, and I don't know enough about Japanese culture or mysticism or or you know some of that shit that like maybe there is a little you know things that you can do to protect yourself. But just the way it's portrayed is terrifying to me because like that motherfucker is coming for you no matter what. You know. Like the same thing with like Hellraiser. Like those guys, like once you open that box, you're fucked. Right. Um, but like the alien shit is the scariest to me, man. Because like it's 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 a superiority thing. You know, it's like there's nothing that you can do. We can find you anywhere, we can take you, you are a fucking lab rat to us. That's fucking like when I saw that fire in the sky shit, uh fucking unnerving. But I, I guess that's not considered a classic monster, right? Yeah, I, I mean I think so. it can be. I mean if you look yeah. at like for me, it was always just zombies, only because they like I always looked at like vampires and like the Wolfman as like having some aspect of humanity that maybe you could appeal to, you know, you- <laughs> <laughs> and like you couldn't appeal to a zombie like at all. It's nothing yeah. left, you know. Bobby, do you remember watching that like Night of the Living Dead marathon at your grandmother's house at one time? No. And like, oh, dude, I do. Like, um, because I remember like we went to your grandma's house and like you had some neighbors that were pretty cool. Yeah, Ian but, and Mark. Yeah, but like like at night. There's like no PlayStation. I think one time you brought yeah. your like Super Nintendo or some shit or Genesis or whatever. Yeah, I think that was common. And but like you know, there's not really like like you go to Bobby's house, <laughs> it's like fucking toy mecca, right? Yeah, it's Christmas. <laughs> and then when you go anywhere else, it's like ugh. I mean, and, but your grandma's always awesome, taking us everywhere and whatnot. But anyway, we were up late one night, and like it was like the black and white Night of the Living Dead movies were playing. Um. And I don't, and there was like a remake of one, but at the end, one of the chicks, I, I don't remember which one it was, Night of the Living Dead or, or The Walking Dead, whatever. Like one dude was in the attic. He came down after it was all done and, and he killed him. And they had pinned it, they were pinning up the, like the zombies and like they were going around and killing him. But at one point, one of the girls was like running out there and because they were like just like really slow and she was like just pushing them away and like crying, like how pathetic they were, you know? Um, now, when they got in, like, they hoarded on you, of course, you were fucked. Right. Um, but I just remember laughing about, like, these things aren't scary. Like, <laughs> like, like this is a joke. Look at these. Like, it's this dumbass, you know, can't do anything. But it's funny now how, like, the fast zombie has been established, um, I think, 28 Days Later. It's like, or maybe uh, Resident Evil. I think 28 probably. Days Later is still my favorite zombie movie. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I never saw the second one. I did. It was good. later. Yeah, it's good. There's, I, there's I, supposed to be. I supposed to do a, some other movie by that guy. Uh, that there's supposed really to be either 28 too. months later or 28 years later. I think, was, 
I think the 28 days later, the sequel was 28 months later, I think. Or it was 28 weeks later. 20, ah, it is 28 it's weeks. 28 weeks, right. yeah. But I think there's supposed to be a month and year they were originally going to do that. Um, that would have been cool. I would be up for it. It would have been. So. All right. I think, that, think Oh, go oh ahead. sorry. They're just, no. Vampires are my favorite, like, monsters. Um, like, I, I'll, I'll, I'll forgive a lot with vampires. Not everything. Um, but... Uh, they're my, they're my, the most interesting to me. When you hear something funny, you probably know this, Bobby, um, that when Bram Stoker originally wrote Dracula, the whole like taking of their neck thing was actually supposed to be in the Victorian age, the only legal way he could say he was fucking her. Oh, really? Yeah, it was, it was sex. Um, but they like, like it was too risque for that time, so they had to have a metaphor for it. Um, which I'm glad, I'm glad. I mean, that metaphor is way more interesting than just like a dude that goes around and bangs chicks. Agreed. Yeah, yeah, I I, I agree. Um, I guess I guess it's probably kind of that succubus incubus type um, archetype as well that like the vampires kind of came from, like sucking. It's basically drain the life force, like a dead thing that drains the life force from the living. You know, so I would become a vampire in an instant. I have a real problem with like. I'm not. I'm not afraid of dying. I'm just afraid to be dead. Like I'll live forever if I could. Yeah, that's interesting. That's Adam's similar boat. Yeah. Well, shout out to uh, Agents of Shield because one of the characters in there said something, and it's actually affected me. He's like, "Dying isn't that bad. It's kind of like before you were born. Do you remember before you were born? No, not that bad, right? Well, that's what like, scares me is that there's nothing. Like that's yeah. what scares me about it. Yeah. That there's nothing else. Yeah. Well. Yeah, I guess I wouldn't know either way. I, I'm I I I'm coming more and more to the belief that whatever you expect the of the afterlife is exactly what you're gonna get. I don't know why I believe that, but like I, I believe like these atheists, they think that nothing's gonna be there. They're gonna it's pff, nothing. <laughs> you know, I'm serious, man. He doesn't will it. You know? Yeah, but that's a whole other crazy mysterious podcast. <laughs> well, so in the segue to this, my next question was: Do you think it's weird that when you die, you get buried in like a, a nice suit or clothes? Like just bury, bury me naked, man. I don't, these clothes. <laughs> I don't You want to be cremated, right, Bobby? Yes. I do, too, yeah. but I mean, just I think it's funny that, like... It, it's it, You know, it's funny. I, I don't want to be cremated, and I don't want to cremate my parents, even though I know, like, I think my mom wants to be cremated, and my, my stepdad wants to be don- his body donated to science, right? Um, And I don't know what my dad, because my dad's the, the same, you know, fear of death thing that I do. Um, I don't know, man. Like, it, I, I like it is it it's, it tastes the wrong way to me that the cremation thing. But like the 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 the, fun, the funny thing you say is a, is a is a nice suit that is weird as well. Yeah, like, dude, I've seen this thing. <laughs> Bobby just supposed to be thrown in a dumpster. <laughs> yeah, I I I don't care. Like, I, I, the cremation thing for me is like a preference. Like, if if I had the if, if somebody said, look. How would you like? I'd be like, yeah, cremate me, mix my ashes with my wife's ashes when she leaves, which would be years after me, and you know, and, and that and that'd be good. Um, but truthfully, like, I want whatever is the cheapest. Yeah, that's for me. Whatever's like, the cheapest way. Yeah, like if, uh, you know, if, and I, I mean, I'm even, I mean, I, I, I mean, let me. Th- interesting question. Regard to that is, what is my cap for that? Like, if it's a buck more expensive like go ahead and spend the buck you know 
Um, so if it's a dollar difference between cremating you or burying you, you would <laughs> right. choose to be buried. Then, 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 you know, spring, <laughs> spring for the cremation. Yeah. But like, I think that, uh, I think probably a hundred bucks would be my cap. I think it's, I think cremation is cheaper, but I still think it's like $600. Yeah. I think that like if burying me was 700 and cremating me was 600, go ahead and cremate me. If burying me was 700 and cremating me was 750, then cremate me. Okay. Or whatever. I think $100 is mine. If you guys could choose like how you'd go, what would it be? Like any way, no matter how fantastic. Heroin overdose. <laughs> I don't know. That question that question scares me. Then I gotta think about it. I just would I just would not want to know. I would want it to be like it is in life. A surprise. A twenty a twenty two behind your ear. Yeah, just I just don't want to know. Or you chewing on a stingers bar. <laughs> like I've never I've never done heroin. Um it's been described to me. <laughs> it's getting sucked off by a thousand angels. No, just one. <laughs> um and gosh, see, I didn't want to say that because I didn't want other want other people to have to deal with that shit to live with that lie or not lie necessarily, but to live with that truth. What's that? That it feels like getting sucked off by an angel. Isn't it? That was, was that from? That was in a movie, wasn't it? No, it was Brutus. Oh, really? Yeah. And that's why I asked Brutus how did heroin feel. He said it feels like getting sucked off by an angel. Um. So it's and, he said, and he said it instantly, like <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he had thought about the feeling and it already registered what it, what it felt like as that um so like to me like i've never done heroin i know i'm too much of an addict i know that i'm too much of a of a, a liability for that lifestyle um so i think like if i were to go if i could go out like on like a premium bag you know like i'm talking like i'm talking about if i were to go like you know you're you're 100 fucking years old or whatever it is you can't fucking use the bathroom you're a fucking train wreck. Like, somebody just put you out of your misery. You know, like, yeah. let me go out feeling like I'm getting sucked off by an angel. That'd be fine. I, uh, yeah. yeah, I've never done heroin either. <laughs> just for the record, just to put that out there. <laughs> it actually makes it weirder that you had to say it. Okay. <laughs> well, because, I mean, I think, you know, anybody that's talked to me knows that I've done quite a few things. Uh, right. Heroin heroin is not one of them. And for a reason, and, and I think it's kind of similar to yours is I watched, I remember when I was a kid, I watched this documentary, I think it was on HBO about heroin addicts and one addict, this was a kid that was like totally burned out. Like this is how in my mind, I think like I'm, I'm fucked up in some way. Like this kid was totally burned out, like at the edge of his life, just still feeding for this stuff. And he described what it was like. And it wasn't like that, like an angel sucking you off, but it sounded so amazing that I knew right then I would never try it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I knew it would be like, I, it would be it for me. And it's such like, like an ancient drug, you know? Like, yeah. It's been around for so long. And so many people have like <laughs> thought it was just the bee's knees. That like, I just know I don't have the, I'm, I'm not powerful enough to withstand that shit. <laughs> I would give in. That shit, that shit terror. Like, I don't, I don't want to feel that. Like, I mean, I, I, I remember having morphine for when I had surgery and that feeling that came into it. And I'm like, oh, I do not like, like, I mean, dude, dude, don't get me right. I'm doing wrong, right? <laughs> Don't get me wrong. It does feel good, you know. Like I remember, it, it's like it's like falling into peace, you know, peaceful oblivion. Um, and and like it lasted two seconds before I was out, but I remember those two seconds like they lasted like a fucking year, you know. I mean, it's that vivid in my mind. Um, but I did not like I like 
it's like I was like, oh my god, I don't like this. You know, it's it's fucking crazy. Um, but uh, and I remember, I remember, um, because I got straight like, morphine's going in, you're going out type of thing, and um, it was it was it was weird. It's a weird sensation, man. I don't I don't I don't, but I don't like being that drunk and out of control either. And I mean, I think I think some people it it meets their sensibilities and some people it doesn't. So like in the level of intoxication, I have no interest. If somebody told me, listen, we're going to transfer your consciousness into another body. You can try all these substances. You're not going to get hooked. And then you go back to your body just so you, you understand the experience. I beg, no, thanks. Good. Don't, don't even mess with it. Not interested. That's funny because like you are usually the one that like, you know, like looks back like I drank too many. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the drinking, drinking thing is like, I th- you know what it is, man? I think that's more of a gluttony thing. Like, um, I noticed that when I, when I drink too many drinks, it's the behavior of having something and putting it in your mouth and putting it down and putting it in your mouth and putting it down. You know what I mean? Like I just get into that habit and then before I know it, I'm fucked, you know? Um, it's, it's not like, oh, I'm ready to get more fucked up. You know, like if I could figure out the perfect ratio, if I could set a timer like on my wrist that was reading my blood alcohol level and I could register, this is what I like to feel like. And then like, it's like beep, sip. And I can get on that and just stay on that nice, mellow, like slight warmy buzz, you know, not like sloppy, goofy, you know, drunk Adam that you love so much. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I, I, I love sloppy drunk Adam when your wife's around. That's but my wife's around. Yeah, just, that's just, when I like a sloppy drunk. And why is that, Bobby? Um, because it, it, then it's like, well, then uh, it's, it's, it's your interactions with her <laughs> that I find entertaining. <laughs> you, know, you, know what's so, you know what's so unfair? Hmm. Let me just cry here for a second. Let me just fucking t- pull out my tiny violin. It's that like, like, I'm not allowed to be upset with her when she gets sloppy drunk. You know what I mean? I just got to endure it. And maybe I'm more of an asshole. Maybe that's what it is. I'm just an asshole when I'm drunk, but I kind of feel I'm an asshole because, like, she primes me to be an asshole when I'm drunk. You, you know what? You're pretty unbiased with this, Bobby. What do you think? Um, like, if I'm yeah. drunk, if I'm if I'm sloppy drunk, just me and you, and we just get trashed. Yeah. Am I am I okay? Or okay in what regard? Or, like, am I being an asshole? Like, obnoxious? Um, people give me. Well, I can't. I can't really. No, I, I. I can't really answer that. Most of the time that we we that it goes to that, like it's in a it's in like a controlled environment. You know what I mean? Like I don't. I don't think you can really quantify that, like in a controlled environment. Yeah. Um. But I. I you know. I. I just. Uh, I. But I have. I've never seen. I don't think I've ever seen your wife like in my presence. She's never get drunk in front of you. Not sloppy drunk. Oh, she's absolutely got sloppy. You you were just drunk too, so you probably didn't realize it. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But uh Yeah. Um no, I just I, I don't know. I just feel like one thing I know about myself is like it's like if if the parameter if, if somebody starts like giving me parameters that I have to stay within, I'm like, fuck you. I'm gonna go <laughs> outside I'm a line I'm a habitual line stepper with the drinking like it is. So I need to stop. Like I I've 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 tried to limit myself to like three. That's my magic number nowadays. See for me, I don't like I don't like getting drunk. Like I don't drink that really? much. I would much rather like take something. I'd much rather eat a mushroom or something like that than. 
I've never done I've never done mushrooms, but I want to do DMT. But that's not because I want to get intoxicated. I want the like the spiritual, you know, psychedelic experience, like the mind expanding experience that I am, you know. But that's I I, I don't think that you know, and and people who do that even say like you don't do this to get high. This isn't this isn't a you don't you don't use this stuff you know, for recreation. Yeah, no, this it's not like, like weed by any means. I mean, there, yeah. you, that's always, it, it's like a fucking ritual. Right. And I yeah. never, I never did it that way. Like I always did as a dumb kid, like, Oh, like I'm just, let's just take some mushrooms and see how the day goes. You know what I mean? But, <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> and I've seen, I've, I've had some insane experiences. Yeah. I've never done any psychedelics at all. So I wouldn't no. know, but like, I did, uh, I, I, did, I, I can't say that. <laughs> We'll talk about that offline. Yeah. Oh shit! I'll tell you some <laughs> stories that'll fucking make you laugh. That's all. But yeah, oh, I, I do like I do like to smoke. I, I, I'm day one smoke again. Smoke some weed. Yeah, you know, it's funny. My my uh, my stepdad, who's a very conservative dude, very conservative dude. Um, but once a year, he's got a group of buddies from college, and they get together, they go camping, and they smoke weed and they do mushrooms. Really? Yeah. And it's like, and it's one of those things where, um. He never let me go when I was a kid, and then when I was an adult, he was like, "You won't feel comfortable here. <laughs> You're welcome to come." Um, but it's like you know, and and uh, I always found that pretty interesting. Um, but he never spoke about it much, much. But he he did always say it's a very there's a rejuvenating, resetting aspect to it. Oh, because it, for me, you know. it warps. Like for me, the hardest thing for me is like coming back from that stuff. Is like because always like the next few days i'm always like whatever I, like what i just saw that was real like this life is not real like it takes me a little bit like it kind of fucks yeah. my mind a little bit yeah but like yeah. that stuff in camping does go hand in hand like and you know my... what man there, there might be some truth to that uh, I'm just oh saying. yeah no no and maybe so and that's 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 the hardest thing that i have to deal with about it like whenever yeah. i used to do it it's just the it wasn't the feeling of it all it was just the coming back from it like it's it's funny um like these guys go down and do this like ayahuasca stuff down in Peru or wherever, and like people have a similar visual experience. I find crazy. Yeah, that's, like they see the same shit. They see the exact same shit. Not everybody, but like more people see the exact same shit than like and 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 now it's difficult because now people hear about people's experiences and so now it's like subconsciously implanted. So it's like. I'm talking about like stories of, of people who were who've been doing it, you know, for a long time and doing journals about it and stuff like that before it became popular in, in, in pop culture where now people can like, you know, oh I saw just the same thing as Jimmy saw. Well you, Jimmy told you about it, so now it's not as valid. But like people having experiences that never talked to anybody else weren't primed, you know what I mean? Right. Um, that shit I found interesting. So I'm gonna I- I'm gonna I'm gonna switch it up on this next question just a little bit. I heard, um, and I'm gonna change the scale. Like so, most people go on a scale of one to ten or something like that. This is on a scale of pretzels to oceans. Okay, so how salty would you be if you met your <laughs> if you met your dream woman and she has the worst British accent, like like that Cockney slang, like three oh. hairs in a bucket type. Shit. She, she's hot, super hot, but just has a terrible like mud mouth accent. Um, again, I, I'm, pre- I'm pretz- actually uh, pretzel solutions. You got to range it in between there. Saltless pretzels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, I, like I um, I wouldn't care. Yeah, I I love the British accent. 
like I have a thing for it. I got a Mary Poppins thing. I got I got I got a weird thing for British women. So yeah, I, I could take a corny accent. Yeah, so right. I could. I, if she's I, hot, <laughs> I'm down. Yeah, I mean, I, I do. I like the British actually, accent too. If she's not hot and has a British accent, <laughs> I could do a lot of things. As long as she's pale skinned and dark haired. Yeah, even if she's not. If she has <laughs> I'm a, not like, a British accent goes a long way with. So I like the British accent too, and this is what made me think of this. Is I don't know if you guys have ever seen that. It's a British show called The Misfits. It was oh, yeah. old. so I, I watched that, and then that that was the first time that I ever saw a girl and heard her talk, and I was like, ugh, what the, the one, hell the, accent the, is the, that? The, the chunky, the chunky yeah. one that's really smart. Oh my Dude, god, I'm not so, for no. Yeah, but you know what? Like later in that show, like when she first started talking, she was kind of frumpy. But le- like like season two, I was like, I hit it. <laughs> yeah, I'm down. What's she it? had a certain charm to her, didn't she? Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. But I, that's when I first heard it. I was like, oh, that just ruined it for me, that accent. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm, I, would do, I would do a lot. I would take a lot. Take a lot I of never, losses for that, for, that, for, that, for that plus in that column. Did you ever finish <laughs> watching that Misfit shows with like, the new cast, like season three or whatever, or season four? I maybe? stopped when they switched. Because like, the dude I liked the most was the dude that like, couldn't die. Or kept yeah, coming back to yeah, life. And once yeah, they yeah. switched him out, I was kind of like, uh, but well, I think they well, put in Cassidy, right? Isn't that the Yeah, they, they put in Cassidy, and he right. was really fucking good, dude. I should um, go back and watch it. I didn't. Yeah, but then they switch, they take out everybody. But that's actually, a, that's an interesting show. That, that The yeah. story arcs on that were really interesting. For anybody that's um, not seen it, it's basically this British show about these kids that are like all fuck-ups, and they're doing like some youth, like, time. They're doing, yeah. Community doing, service. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. And then some storm happens, and they all get these superpowers. Yeah, they all get hit by lightning, but then yeah. you find out, like, everybody. Oh, R- like, Ramsey Snow not... from Game of Thrones is in yeah. that shit. Yeah, yeah, he's really good. Yeah, he was. Awesome. It's funny, It's funny, man, because, like, I really like this character in that. So, like, I don't hate Ramsey like everybody does, because I still see him as that nice kid from that show, you know? Right. But, like, Joffrey, hate that motherfucker. Like, I know how people feel, you know? So, but continue. Um, so, uh, if you had superpowers, would you be the hero or the villain? I think it's, it's hard. It's way harder <laughs> to be the hero. Like it's so easy to be the villain. Yeah. So that's why I asked. I, I think I would be, I think I would be the hero, uh, but it would be because it, 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 w- it would be the unnatural thing probably, you know, like it would be because I want it to be let, 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 like, actually I'm going to call bullshit, Bobby. This is what, this is what happened. You'd be, you would start off with the villain, and I would start off with the hero, and then we would switch halfway through. Maybe. Ultimately. I think, I mean, I, like, because you'd be like, dude, fuck it. And then, like, your like your contents would get to you, right? And you would become the hero. And me, I would start to be the hero, but then I would want, I would control, want to control too much, and i end up being repressive. <laughs> Maybe. That's what happened, man. You'd have to save everybody from me. Do it! Do it! But I find, like, in my life, like, most of the things, I don't know. Sometimes I, I start to think that I'm not a very good person. But, like, most of the things that I do is because I'm making a conscious effort to do the right thing. Right. Yeah, like, I agree with it's that. not because I want to do it. You know what I mean? It's not, like, the natural uh, inclination that I have. It's because I'm making a conscious effort to be whatever the, the person, well, I, the person my kids think I am or the person that I want to be or whatever. Do you know what I mean? But is, but isn't that wanting to do it ultimately? Like you're not on auto. you you have the choice to do it and, and you want that choice. And then you, you have to work to fight for that. I don't know. You know. I like, like I will say it's not, um, it's my instinct. 
Yeah. You know, like yeah. oh uh, yeah. Like my instinct is is to say fuck it, you know. Um, yeah. And it takes like you know, fighting against that urge. See, is that is that? I have that same problem, and I don't know if that's normal. It's like my first inclination is whenever a situation comes on, it's like I, my immediate thought is, oh, this is how I could get over on that. And then I have to go, wait a minute, that's not, that's not, the I, right that's not what you do. do. Yeah, that's how I could get over on it, but that's not what you do. And my I thing could, is, is not necessarily get over. It's usually like uh, – it's usually – it's, it's not about like getting over or, or, or winning or something like that. It's usually about like how can I turn this into something that I would enjoy. Right. Like – it comes down to like my entertainment. Like so it's more, it's more um, selfish, um, I guess. Yeah. It's a different type of selfish. It's like not narcissist. It's um, fuck. We're uh, nihilist. Yeah. You're nihilist. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I think at that point, boredom would ultimately make you go evil. Yeah. That that I, you know yeah, I like, mean? dude. I wanna I wanna like I wanna I wanna because you know the shit that I wanna do that I'm never gonna do. Um, but I think it'd be so interesting to do a comic book about somebody who got Superman's powers and show how horrible it would end up turning, you know? And I, and I've even like, I've got like the last frame of the book, like in my mind, like he goes through all this shit of being the hero, then being the villain and then basically walking away from everything because he just lives forever and he's all powerful and he just gets bored with everything. Um, to then like, you know, watching f- new fledgling civilizations pop up and whatnot and start, like, guiding them until, like, the last scene, he's floating in the blackness of space and he's looking at the last star before it, it putters out and he's just left there in his, you know, by himself and, like, the universe is, all the, the matter in the universe is, like, shredded and used up and he's done. You know, like, like some really fucking... <laughs> Like, God damn, that's some depressing looking yeah, shit. Yeah, for real. You're just floating around yeah. in blackness forever. Yeah, just floating around. Like, it's still alive and indestructible, uh. you know. And then, like, you know, maybe, maybe, you know, his, his mind, you know, there's reliving everything. Maybe that's it. I don't know. But, um, yeah, like, it, it would turn you. Like, I don't know if humans are, you know, good enough to. It's, it's, it's very rare the person that when no one's looking will do the right thing. You know, that's, and that's what defines character. Yeah, yeah. and that's why being the hero would be so hard is because you I have agree. all this power, and how easy would it be just to be like, you know what, man, I'm just gonna do this shit. Yeah, um, and it's interesting, like nowadays, because like nowadays, everybody's always looking. You know what I mean? And it's only gonna get worse. And so I wonder now how that's gonna how that's gonna change stuff. But like, dude, like being like being the good guy, it's fucking hard, man. Yeah, it's some hard shit, and it's thankless. You know, so. It's funny. So my my next question is: Do you think that our society is ready for like a real life Superman? Did you see what I do? You see what I published on my Facebook today, Bobby, about the DNA thing? No. All I right. Long I and the short. I, I haven't been on social media. All right. Long and the short of it, they found like this other layer of DNA that has all this other information. You know, like they're like, holy shit, something like, you know, one strand of DNA. If you unravel it, it'd be like a couple, like twenty-two meters long or something. It's got that much information in it. And I was like, shit, superpowers are coming. Hashtag the X gene or whatever. Um, I don't know, man. I, I think that I, I do think that if you if you follow some of these like transhumanists, um, you know, think tanks and groups that are like talking about hacking, you know, hacking people's bodies. I mean, there's something right now that you can like, put these electrodes on your head, right? And they will stop 
the neurons firing in certain areas, which will enhance your brain's ability to have other areas do really well, right? So like I could take Bobby who doesn't play basketball. And the last time that Bobby and I played basketball, we literally like shot basketball for 30 minutes. I don't think we made one basket, but we had a great time doing it. <laughs> right. And I got attached these like, like, like things on his head. Right. And then all of a sudden he's like in this flow state of shooting basketball. And like I hit a switch and all of a sudden he's hitting three pointers, nothing but net, you know, so it just diverts um, basically all that focus to that one skill. I don't know if it diverts it. It just like it, it, quiets the noise so so and i mean i guess that's what people with meditation do like they like they teach themselves how to quiet the brain's noise in another area and you're able to do other stuff you know like you ever like sat there and like close your eyes and like normally it's all black but every once in a while like you're like right before you sleep you get all these visual like when you're dreaming you know right. like you have all these visual you know the stuff going on in the visual cortex and it's it's this crazy stuff that you can't just sit down there and like close your eyes and say you know, you know, envision a lamp. You're gonna, you're gonna try to. You kind of see a lamp. It morphs into something else. You can't focus on that lamp. It's really right. difficult. Like imagine if you hit a switch and you could do that. Um, so I, I I think that, you know, I know this sounds kind of fantastic, but I think that there's shit like that that's on the horizon. You know, I don't know. What do you think, Bobby? About about DNA shit. I don't. Superpowers. I don't, I don't give a fuck, man. I I I, I want telekinesis. I want to use the force, and that's. that's all <laughs> Like all, all this, like, like, you know, like, I don't know, man. I feel like we, we, we hear all this shit, like this is coming and this is so exciting. This is huge breakthrough. But like, I feel like we've been doing this all of our lives and not really seeing it. Like, I feel like we, we heard shit like 10, 15 years ago about all the shit, but it's like, I still go to the daughter's office, had to get five referrals to get a fucking foot x-ray. So like, <laughs> you know, I'm just like, I'm, I'm, dis- I'm disenchanted with the whole kind of look of everything in, in terms of big scientific or medical breakthroughs or anything like that. I, right. just, I, I look at it like if we get those things like uh, as an average citizen, uh, I'll never see it. Right. Like if there's something that makes you live forever, it'll never come to me. I don't have the money for that. Yeah. Might already be there. Yeah, maybe. All right. So do you guys think that the Green Lantern never has sex with his constructs? Ooh. Like he gets up, he's up and like, have you ever just thought of like, I don't know how it works. I don't know if he thinks he can think of a woman or, but he gets out, he probably gets lonely in space. You know what I mean? Like, I he probably think, has thought of some device. I think, in, I, I think, I think Hal probably has it, and Guy, Guy definitely has. Guy Gardner definitely has. Um, Hal you remember that? Probably has in his quietest, most private moments. I think Kyle is too the, much uh, of a fucking nerd, and I think John is too much of a fucking straight edge. That's interesting. I didn't think about that. I don't know, man. Didn't like you, like you guys are both artists. You've you know you drew. Have you ever drawn drawn your own pornography? I never have. Just never. Oh, I mean, I mean, I mean, I have it either. Weirdos. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, when I was um, like, uh, when I was like, a, a, going through uh, like puberty, I'm like, oh my god, like, yeah, often. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I often. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, like, dude, like, like, you know, before I figured out how to jerk off, like, my life was fucking. Dude, like everything was in jeopardy. Like, <laughs> like that's what calmed your beast. Like beast. I would fuck anything. Like I didn't even know what fucking was, but I would I would go through the motions. Like I remember, like oh this is whatever it doesn't matter. I remember one time I was in Myrtle Beach, and uh, you weren't with me this time, and like I was probably like eleven or twelve, and I didn't know how to jerk off yet, and I had this fucking hard on that. 
it could have shattered vibranium. <laughs> and it was, it was like, I was obviously like turn on aroused and all that kind of stuff as, as a young, young lad, but it was also like obnoxious, you know? And I remember vividly like trying to fuck with a hotel pillow. <laughs> like putting the two hotel pillows together and fucking the seam of it. You know, like, <laughs> like because I didn't, I did, my body knew what to do, but I didn't. Ah, oh, so funny, man. So true. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. That's fucking hilarious. Um, there's a one uh, Green Lantern spot in one of the Alex Ross, I think it was Justice books, where um, Sinestro uses a boom tube, throws him out into, like, the middle of nowhere space. Uh, there's no constellations that the ring can find to know where their location is. So the ring actually absorbs him and puts him inside the ring to save power um, because uh, the ring would lose power and he would lose life support and he would die, right? Um, and he's walking around in a construct in the ring of a city. And so as he looks at things, they exist and he looks away. But I was like, well, they, you know, they made basically his town and like his girlfriend in there. So I'm going to say yes. Oh, so yeah. I'm gonna say yes. Do you know who definitely has sex with their constructs? Who's that? Darkness. The dark. Oh yeah, yeah. That's yeah. true. Yeah, um, he has to, right? Are you familiar with the darkness? No. Uh. Uh-uh. Okay. So the darkness is probably like before the darkness. It was probably Spawn, but after the darkness, it's probably just the darkness. Um, he's kind of like as bad as good can get. Kind of a character. Right. Okay. Yeah. Safe to say. And he. Basically, his name is Jackie Estacado, and he was a mafia hitman, and he comes from, like, the legacy of the darkness, but he does, he's not aware of that, because the legacy, like, the powers of the darkness only kick in on your 21st birthday. So when he turned 21, he inherited the powers of the darkness, which is basically, like, a suit um, and the power of the darkness, which is, like, you can create... These, it's like an evil Green Lantern. It's like an evil Green okay. Lantern of yeah. sorts, except it's not like light up stuff. It's like it looks real. monsters. Yeah, yeah. And he can do whatever he really wants with it. And then there's been like there's been inconsistencies to his power. Like sometimes he can't use it in uh, daylight. Sometimes he can't use it in any light at all, like even artificial light, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But um, the one thing about it is it's passed down from sex. And if you have sex, once you have inherited the darkness, you, the woman instantly becomes pregnant and you instantly die. And the next darkness uh, is born. Is is it that she instantly, if, if, if she instantly gets pregnant or is it like, no, it's it's super sperm. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, so how is he, how is he aware of that? Is that something that's like, you just. Uh, there's like a some kind of uh, cult that like follows the darkness that like informed him of like how it all works. Oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, so like one of the things that kind of comes with the darkness, like a uh, like a like a package deal, are these darklings, and they're little, like little demons. They're like little demons, and like they've been different in different iterations too. Sometimes they're like maniacal and evil, and then like sometimes they're like playful and like a headache, you know, Uh, but there was, there, one of my favorite times with that is there was this book where, uh, the darkness went to Gotham. 
to because he had some. <laughs> he, he had some. Forget, I forget how why he ended up. In God. Um, because Batman arrested his uncle. Oh, okay. And yeah. he was trying it's to figure. It's a DC character, right? I'm assuming. No, it's actually it's a Top Cow. Top character, Cow, which is a, There's a crossover. Of, of oh, okay. Um, but he, yeah, Batman is a crossover. Batman arrested his uncle. He goes try to figure it out. He knows that Batman is going to be like a significant like threat. So he's trying to figure out who Batman is. And he says, the, like, you know, the only way you can really know a person is to know their enemy. So he, like, goes and he interviews the Joker, who's in Arkham. And the Joker's done beautifully. Mark Silvestri illustrated it, so it's a great story. Yeah. But, um, it's like, the Joker's like, <laughs> he comes into the cell, and the Joker's like, knock, knock. And Jackie's like, what? And... And the Joker says, no, I'm saying you didn't knock, knock. And he was like, okay, look, I got some questions. And the Joker's like, well, I have a joke. And he's like, all right. He's like, what's your joke? And he's like, uh, a bus is coming through town. It's a convention of unconventional nuns. And they walk into a McDonald's or whatever. And just as they walk into the McDonald's, they all turn into giant man-eating sharks. And they eat everyone in the restaurant except for one cashier who looks at them and says, would you like fries with that? <laughs> and like he just has this straight face. And the darkness goes – like Jackie goes to say, I don't get – and like why he says I don't get it, the Joker like goes, fries, and starts laughing like hysterically. And um, after he does that, uh, this one Darkling is like, let's get out of here. And the other Darkling goes, yeah, this guy's giving us the creeps, boss. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one of my favorite Joker stories ever is, and I don't think we've ever talked about it on the podcast, is when he is when he tricks uh, Million Picks, whatever his name is, and gets 99% of his power. Yeah. It's so, like Emperor Joker, right? Super, Such it's a, actually a Superman book. Like yeah, so it's, it was so fun. I mean, it was goofy, but it was fun. Yeah, it was fun at the time. Yeah. So, um, it's just talking about DC too. Like, I noticed that the DC universe has like a lot of crises. Crises. I don't know. If yeah, there's a lot of crisis shit going on. You might, say, you might say there's infinite crises. <laughs> <laughs> Is it possible so that they just overuse the word and the situation may just be urgent and not crisis? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, I think it's I like think a, they have a, I think they have a patent on that word. It's like crisis. A, yeah. yeah. And I think that, that like, uh, like there's certain things that have to be involved. Well, no, never mind. For it to be a crisis. Yeah, I was going to say that, that, that there has to be, like, some time travel and some, like, multiple parallel Earths and all that shit to be involved. Because, like, all the big crisis books have had that. Crisis on Infinite Earths, Crisis, crisis on Multiple Earths, Infinite Crisis, and Final Crisis, but... An Identity Crisis. An Identity, identity Crisis have identity, time travel? Identity Crisis did not. Yeah, it didn't. Which is why I had to retract my, uh, my initial. So, yeah, I think it's just a DC tradition thing. <laughs> yeah, you, know, think... you know what's funny about it is, like, I, I think yeah, Crisis on Infinite Earth, was, which was the first one, right? Yes. All right, and, and that was, like, in the 70s? I think it was the early 80s? I think it was, it was early 80s. It doesn't matter. It's been, it's been a minute, right? And then you had Identity Crisis was the next one before the... I can't next. Final no. Crisis. I can't. I can't remember. I think Infinite Crisis might have came out first, but I can't remember. I don't remember. Crisis on Infinite Earths. I remember. Like I read it two years ago, maybe, and it wasn't the comic. It was the the book. Oh, it's it's a read, man. Dude, it's no, it was it, it was good, and it made me appreciate the Flash. Like the because I I wasn't really into DC, and so the but then the Flash to me even more. So I was like, dude, he can just run fast. Like I didn't understand the extent of what that guy could do. 
You know what's funny? The Flash may be the most important important character to the DCU. Yeah, he's he's badass. Can, can, yeah, he's uh, the one that either fixes or fucks up everything majorly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that just made me appreciate uh, the Flash a lot. Yeah, yeah. But that is like, you know, like that is the, like that's the other thing is that usually the the crisis books are ultimately Flash books. Yeah, you know, and. Generally speaking, historically speaking, crisis time is rarely a good time to be in. All right, off topic though, but kind of, is the Speed Force the most powerful thing in the DC universe? And and reading by power, is it 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 can affect more than anything else? I'm not qualified That's, to answer that question. Oh no, yeah, I know. This is <laughs> this is a question to Bobby. Uh, possibly, like you know, like, yeah. I, I would say probably. Like certainly, it is the the power that can have the biggest impact. Um, you know, when, when I don't know, I guess so. You know, I guess so, just kind of by default. Yeah, I mean, it's more powerful than time. You know, it's. I mean, it's he's done. I mean, when when Wade Wyatt, whatever his name was, like was doing the Barry Allen arcs back in the time when like like he broke the the speed of light. And they really went into like he's like a he's like a physics nut. Um, they really went into the the, the there's some pretty amazing things that the Flash did, and he's it's almost to the point where he he almost suffers from the same Superman disease. Like Superman became too powerful, like in the Golden Age, the end of the Golden Age, or I guess the Silver Age. Um, they had to kind of do a reduction of power to him. Like at, at one point in time, he was juggling solar systems. You know, like. Literally, you know, juggling planets. <laughs> anyway. So uh, what was it about comics and like these stories and myths that spoke to you guys more than any other type of American literature? Um, well, I could tell, I can say about me personally, it was kind of a fluke. Um, I, I kind of like a little, like, I had a learning disability when I was a kid. I don't really know, like, some of it's, you know, like the, I had a problem reading, um, and like getting words mixed up, and I still I still do that a lot. I don't know what it is. Um, I had to take some special classes when I was a kid too, and they stopped that program. But I hated reading, fucking hated it. But I loved art and I loved drawing, and so you know it's like one of those things. Like my mom bought me comic books because like you're reading something, you know. And now I like right. to read, um, but then it just kind of getting invested in this character, and you're always like, like I, I don't think you can get away from the superhero phenomenon at one point when you were a kid. It's just that if you kept on feeding that, like Bobby and I did, like we step, we kept on buying comic books and stuff as we got older and didn't like, you know, get into like football or something like that. Something else. Right. You only have so much time, you know? So that was like what initiated. And that's what, you know, basically like, you know, kind of got us together. Like we shared that interest. Um, but I, I don't know, man. I just think it's like our modern day mythology, you know? I think yeah. it's, uh, it's definitely, it's pictures. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think that for me, it was, you know, it was the art. And I, like, I remember seeing kids drawing Spider-Man and thinking to myself, like, I want to do that. Like, I want to be able to draw that. I think that looks cool. But then I had to, like, learn who that character was. But I think that, like, there's something, I think the reason why most people have, a, like, this is what, like, all right, so this is the difference between this and Transformers, right? Because Transformers, or like you, you meet the guy who's like a big Transformer fan, or you meet the guy that's like a big He-Man fan, or you meet 
the guy that's the big Thundercats fan or whatever. Because what it comes down to is what you were watching as a kid. Right. Mm-hmm. But with comics, it's different because there's shit in comics that speaks to a general truth, especially in young men. Like when you're a man and you're, or you're a boy and you're an adolescent and now you're becoming a man and you feel powerless, you know, and you feel like you have to live under rules, whether they be rules socially with friends and stuff or, or enemies or rules within school or within the home that you're starting to naturally buck because it's like your nature to become your own thing. Like you, you find when you, if, if you stumble across these characters at that time who are all for the most part, at least when we were reading younger and are capable of doing whatever the fuck they want. Like, I think that that speaks and I think that that's how people get locked into it. And I think that's why comic books are so much more popular than Transformers or He-Man or whatever. Like if you go to a Transformers con, there's like a thousand people there or you know, a couple thousand people there. It's like, whoa, huge success. You go to right. a comic con, like a major comic con, a couple thousand people there, complete and utter failure. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's funny um, from what you just said. Like I agree 110%. Uh-huh. Like no matter how many groups we can be a part there there's a aspect of humanity that you, you do feel alone at times you know you, everybody knows what alone feels like it's not like somebody's like I, I have no idea what you're talking alone you know and like that struggle but like there's something in that that speaks to that part of you you know being part of something great like all these all these characters and everything and like they have the same struggle struggles and you can identify that and it's like the, the one thing is like y- you can visually get in their head you know what i mean yeah like not like 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 that's it's a unique art form where most you know a, a lot of novels and stuff which are which are harder to digest at a younger age that you can kind of get that introspective feel it's not readily accessible to to a a, a wide youth you know range of youth you know where these I can like see I can read Peter's struggles that he's thinking, and it's funny like like the like next time you look at a good comic book right, look at like how much inner monologue versus how much you know external monologue is going on, right? And it seems to be the ones that are more that have more of an impact on me. It's a lot more introspective than like the 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 cool lines that are going back and forth. Because don't get me wrong, there's cool lines that go back and forth, but like you you kind of got to earn those for them to be as powerful. Like the, the whole line with the Joker, it took like ten minutes of set a setup to get that awesome line from the Joker or the response from Darklings to the Joker's character. But we also need to have that kind of history of that character. But once we have all those pieces put together, that's such a fucking huge payoff. Like the Dark, like yeah, this guy's giving us the creeps. Like the context of this little evil demon, you know what I mean? That's getting creeped out by this man who is so insane. I mean, that's that's a, that's like a really cool concept. You know, it's very interesting. So it, 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 for me, it just touches on so many different aspects of, of you know, growing up. You know, that's why I, f- I feel there's a big transfer, like, me personally. Like, you know, I like DC for, like, the superhero Flash. But then I like Marvel for, like, the teen angst type stuff. And then I came back to, like, the DC for the, the, the larger concept. But I still love Marvel. I, I wouldn't say 
you know, I'm a DC fanboy more than a Marvel fanboy. It's just that they, they both, they both represented something at a time that I needed them. And I'm still that person. Like I'm, I, I still remember that 13 year old Adam, even though I'm not him anymore. And I'm not going to be this 36 year old Adam for very much longer. You know what I mean? So it's like, you're, you're constantly, you know, transitioning with these characters. Got a little rambly there, but you get, you get the, you get the gist. Oh, I don't yeah. think that, I don't think that it's or like the a, gist. Uh, <laughs> you might say. Sorry. I'll see my way out. <laughs> I, I think that there's a, um, I think there's, it's no, it shouldn't, it shouldn't come to anyone as a surprise that like most people that really get into Hulk get into Hulk when they're a teenager. Do you know what I mean? Like when they're a high schooler and have to get involved in the fucking pecky, pecking order of high school and all that kind of shit. And that's when they fall in love with Hulk because they mm-hmm. fall in love with the guy who can turn into the big fucking rage monster and wipe out everything in front of him without any sort of real, yeah. you know, like, all of the, uh, all of his obstacles. It's like they, like, I think that, and I think that's why most people get, when they get into comics, get into comics on the Marvel front first, like, because most Marvel characters, I think speak more to a younger person. Right. Like, I think when you're, if you're a little kid, but like little kids don't really read comics usually. Like, like I was into DC first, but that's because superpowers was on the toy shelves and fucking secret wars weren't. Yeah. You know, like, so I got into DC first, but I only got into, like, the characters because they look cool and the toys were cool. And you, you kind of know about Superman and Batman, and that's kind of like, as a kid, you had to fucking ask permission to get a glass of water, you know, and then here's a person that can lift planets. Mm-hmm. You know, so, like, that that appeals to you. But then as, an, as, a, as a teenager, you start to get into, like, this, like, this emotional train wreck of, of whatever that, that transitional period is, so those Marvel characters speak to you more. And then once you become a, a, a man you get into the philosophical side of DC about, you know, the, the you know, rights and wrongs and greater rights and wrongs. And, and, yeah. and that is what becomes more to you also. And I love, I say that I love the Marvel. So uh, it, 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 one of the thing too, and like, I, I think too, comic books now, I, I would say that there, there's, there's a growing non-superhero comic. Oh yeah. Like it's huge, huge. Huge. It's huge. I mean, like it's probably forty percent now, maybe. I don't. Uh, maybe. I mean, like, maybe. Like maybe the thirty. Whole, the whole image lineup. Yeah. Is pretty much non-superheroes. Yeah, but um, I'm not. I, well, let me rephrase that. Like, I'm talking about there's there's a huge percentage of drama. That's what comic I'm saying. Books like, like that, are, that saying. have no superpowers. It's like just characters. That's yeah, the, just that's, people. That's pretty much what I'm saying. I mean, okay. like, like saga. I mean, is obviously saga. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, it's yeah. it's still not um, superhero genre at all. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I'm just making sure. I, I didn't know if you're you're counting like Spawn's not a superhero type of thing. Yeah, but like Spawn is like the vast minority of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, and these books are speaking to a whole generation, or a whole other variety, like a huge variety of of different people. They're not just like comic book junkies or superhero junkies like Bobby and I. You know, like, right. and and that's amazing too. You know, cause, but it's the same aspect. It's like they're getting, you know, there's some other books out there like Saga. I really want to w- read Saga. I got to get back to the Sexforce book back first. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but like, you know, it's, it's, it's amazing. Like, going to Comic-Con and seeing the, the range of people that are there for this, this type of thing. Uh, it's pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing. And, and the cool, the cool thing too, is like, it's so many different, you know, religions, race, you know, backgrounds, ideologies, political affiliations, like there's such a wide range of that as well. But like, you know, there's, there's normally, you know, everything's good to go. Everybody's, you know, it's, it's, it bridges those gaps, which is pretty amazing. Would you guys read, like if they decided, Hey, look, we're not going to make 
a Batman comic anymore, but we're going to write Batman books. And so there's no visuals in it. It's just a book. Would you still be into it or would you start to lose interest a little bit? I would, I would read it. I have read it. Like I read Batman case files or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you have that? Yeah, I have it. Is, is, is it yours, or did I let you borrow one? Because I had it one time. I don't know where it's no, at. No, uh, it's not mine, but I have it. It's okay. one of those things like, uh, like, all right, so this guy, Timmy Salads, who we went to New York with. Oh, okay. He let me hold it, and we used to work together, and then he got like a, a, a different job, and I just never saw him again. Okay. Timmy Salad. Sorry, I just needed to repeat it. <laughs> 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 well, all right, so the story to that is Mikey Shoulders, right? Mikey Shoulders is called Mikey Shoulders because his name is Mike and he has huge-ass shoulders. Um, so Tim... Put them big hands on you. Tim looks a lot <laughs> like Mike, where sometimes you call, call Tim Mike and sometimes you call Mike Tim. Like, they well, look well, very, very similar. Like, yeah. their builds are similar. They're, like, they're, they're just very, very similar guys. So, um, <laughs> so I so I gave Tim, like, a knockoff shoulders name, and Timmy's always eat salads for lunch. So he was Timmy Salads. And, uh, I, so we were up in New York with both those dudes, and, like, I kept on, like, Mike, Tim, fuck shit. So I just started calling him Mike Tim. I was like, hey, Mike Tim. Like, to both of them. Right? It had to be a joke. But the funny bit was, is that Mike was out someplace. He's like, he's like, he's like, yo, I used to get, and they always, he's like, I think, I was I think with Tim. Him. Oh, well, well, first off, well, hold on a second. Well, Tim said to me one time, he's like, well, what, because we're black, we all look alike. He's like, no, you do, you guys do look alike. He's like, yeah, we do. And then later, and I was telling, I was telling Mike that story. And Mike said, he's like, well, dude, it happened to me one time. I was looking in a mirror at a yeah. store and I thought it was Tim. Yeah, it was at work. We, <laughs> rounded, at work. we rounded this corner at work. And he saw himself in the mirror and started talking to Tim. <laughs> you, can't make that, you can't make that shit up, man. Ah, oh, so awesome. That shit's really funny. So awesome, man. Whew. Okay. I only got uh, two more questions. Sweet. Is, is eating asparagus worth the price of having smelly piss afterwards? It's my favorite. My favorite. You know, <sighs> so I don't eat many vegetables. Um... There's there's very few vegetables that I like. I like carrots raw only. Uh, you cook a carrot, not interested. <laughs> I like broccoli raw, steamed, grilled, whatever. I'm a broccoli fan. I like celery. I especially like to have a soda with a celery. Like I find it complements one another quite well. <laughs> a soda? Yep. Sometimes soda I will pop? purposely have an outrageous amount of celery before having my first sip of soda just for the payoff. That's a true story. Like I would eat <laughs> like a bag of celery before I crack the soda open and I will fucking live off of that moment. I've never <laughs> experienced that. And Dude, it it's so good. Insane. Actually, I have found that sodas and vegetables <laughs> go together a good amount of the time. I also eat, like I eat a bag of carrots every morning. And I never have anything to drink. I, I, I try not to drink soda in the morning. But I have a one sip of soda after my carrots. <laughs> um, you put it in a glass or is it just straight out of the, the Straight bottle? out of the bottle. I, I, have a, I, I buy 20 ounces so I can kind of sip throughout the day. And so. Um, so, okay. Uh, I also eat, uh, what other vegetables? Corn on the cob. That's like a gimme. It doesn't quite count. And then I eat salad. I eat a lot of salad. 
and that's pretty and that salad. I mean, Caesar, so just lettuce. I will, I will. In Bobby's offense, though, you do actually eat a lot of vegetables. Yes, like a, I eat a like, shit ton of vegetables. Yeah, you just don't eat a wide variety. Exactly. Of so I, yes. I eat like five different types of vegetables, but I eat a fuck ton of them. Yeah. So, so, so no, no peppers, no green peppers, no red peppers in there. No green peppers, no red peppers. Love the flavor of them, can't stand the texture. So. Here's the thing. I do eat asparagus. It's in my list. But it is to – like if, if I can eat broccoli, I'd prefer broccoli. But I will eat asparagus. However, I have found in my adult life that the most terrifying place is your bathroom. <laughs> because it's – listen, listen, hear me out. As, in a, like, as a kid – the terrifying place could be a number of – it could be like the back alley behind your house. Do you know what I mean? It could be underneath the bed. It could be at the school at the recess yard. It could be, you know, any number of places. As an adult, like the only time I find bad shit is when I'm in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I go into the bathroom and I'm, I have an itch on my forehead and I look in the mirror and I have fucking shingles. Do you know what I mean? Like – I, I, I go into the bathroom, I, I take a shit, and I wipe my ass, and something feels weird. I have a fucking hemorrhoid. Like, that's, like, every bad thing that happens to me that, that really stresses me out, I feel like, in my adult life happens in the bathroom. Like, it's a scary place. Um, so, I really hate the idea that asparagus, I always have this split second of fear when I'm taking a piss after I have asparagus where I go, what's wrong with me? what's going on in my insides and then i go uh it's just the asparagus it's fine don't worry about it but i i do resent it for that moment yeah it's not worth it to me like i it is i mean i'll still eat asparagus but i hate like i don't know i just hate it oh you know you know the best thing is is when i ate asparagus the night before and i wake up in the morning forgetting that i ate asparagus (laughs) and smell it it's the best you know what dude it's funny man it's funny that you say this thing about the bathroom because like like Bobby's usually never sick, right? right? I mean, never, he never uses sick leave. But like, if I don't feel well, I will take sick leave. You know what I mean? But I don't, I don't misuse it. But like, if I, I if I'm like, if I get the man flu, I'll, I will take some sick leave, right? But I, and I do feel like I am, you know, a little bit more, a lot more scared of death than Bobby. But I will say that Bobby gets like the gout, the shingles, yeah. and whatever. I, much more like he has those experiences much more yep. than I do. Ailments, but I feel like I feel like you pay for them. Like like I'm a big oh man I don't fucking feel sick I feel like that and I'll be like oh no let's go and Bob like man up right but like when you go in there and like you got the hemorrhoid dude you do you do feel like it's the end of the world man like it's oh, a terrifying it's, place it's, yeah. I, but I had this funny story man it's probably too much all right so um. I've been running a lot here recently, like getting back into it. And I used to run a lot. Like I used to run like five, five, at least five miles a day, like every day, right? And then I stopped for a while and I, like I hurt myself and I stopped for a while and I kind of get back into it. But this is really personal, but I'm going to tell you anyway because it's, it's funny. And it's like the only time I've, ha- I've had the experience like Bobby because I'm always like, dude, come on, man, you're tougher than that. And then you, you get these little ailments and you go crazy. Like you go to like, like, I'm like a three or four on the complaint scale, and then you get to like a ten, but you get like you get this crazy shit, right? So I'm running, and you, you ever have running shorts just and like they hit a little under the underoos built into them? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I had this pair, and everybody knows that their member kind of goes a certain way. <laughs> it either packs into the left or packs into the right. You know what I'm saying? Like there's a way that it fits when you when you wear those under like Bobby, you wear boxers all the time. 
But if you ever have to or wear boxer a briefs. boxer briefs, but you know what I'm talking about. Like there's a certain way you fit in there comfortably. And if you're not comfortable, you go down there, you rearrange it so you're comfortable, right? Dude, I hate to interrupt you, but I had this one pair of boxer briefs right now. <laughs> they're so awesome. Like I, I want to like spread the word of them. Like they're so soft. What are they called? But, oh, they're Calvin Klein's, but they're a specific, specific type. I'm telling you, this shit feels so good against your balls. Like I walk around, <laughs> look, I walk, and I feel, I feel sexy. Like I just want to like rub my thighs a little bit while I have them on. Like they feel so good on me, man. Like I, I only have one pair, and that is my biggest complaint with them. That I only hey, have one pair. I will hey. say this about underwear: like you do have to spend some money. Don't cheap out on somebody. If you, the nicer the pair, yeah, the that, better it is. Like you really just got to suck go. Yeah, yeah it sucks. Yeah, definitely. Well, hey, dude. Uh, <laughs> speaking of nice things, what are those sweatpants you had on the other day? They look like, like they have like a weave pattern to them. Me? You know? Yeah, they're like darker gray. They look like they they almost look like they have like a weave. I think I think they're. Uh, I think they're. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I think they're. Uh, <laughs> I think those are uh, sweatpants from work. Those sweatpants look awesome. They're. Okay. I meant to. I meant to say something to you about it because you always wear sweatpants. Like, dude, this this caught my eye. Anyway, the gist. I'm out running with a buddy of mine, right? And I got the little, I, I have this old pair of running shorts that are like, they're shrunk, they're too small, they got the little undies in them. I never wear them. I like purposely, but I, I can't throw anything away, right? I got another pair that's like, you know, like these were like a large, I got another pair that's like an extra large. And I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a tall dude. I shouldn't be wearing anything that has large on it. Shut up, Bobby. Um, anyway, so I'm running, but when I get, I, I, I hit the bathroom before I, I, I go. I'm like running to get out, and I notice that my, you know, my member, is cattywampus, if you would, right? So I'm running. I think we did like five or six miles, right? And like I knew I was uncomfortable, but like I like had like a water bottle in my hand, and I had my cell phone in the other hand because I don't have one of those like little like things. So that you know it goes on your shoulder because I'm listening to my music while I'm running. Oh, right. So I I didn't want to stop because once you stop, you're done. And I didn't have any pockets to get in there and reposition myself, so it just wasn't happening, right? So I get back into, I get back, I get into the bathroom, and I pull down my little underwear shorts, right? <laughs> and there's fucking blood oh, shit. on my, on my uh, little underwears. And at first, my first thought was, did my wife use my fucking gym shorts? And yeah, it's kind of gross, right? And then I'm like getting dressed, and like I just like, like move my hands, like I kind of like, you know, separating the boys down there and there's blood on my hand and dude i flipped the fuck out because there's like blood coming out of my penis but it, what it was is like i wore like i like i chafed my penis and it bled you know really gross but dude i almost like fucking flipped out in the bathroom i'm at work yeah, it's the bathroom man. and i'm like and i'm like what the fuck like just and like, and like i'm sure there's somebody like walking by but anytime there's like blood coming out and there's no pain you know, it didn't hurt because you know you're you're running, you had the endorphins and everything and, and whatnot. And dude, I almost lost my shit. Like I didn't know what was going on. I was scared. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't dude. in a safe space. Especially like without the pain makes it seem scarier because you're like, what the fuck? How come I didn't yeah, feel that's, this? That, <laughs> that was the worst. That was the worst thing. Like I, like yeah. I'd been running and like you know I couldn't feel it. Like everything was scrunched in there, so like the circulation wasn't getting back. Didn't feel a thing. Didn't hurt. Um, but in just the way it was angled and like the like little seam in the underoos was just rubbing up against it, you know, caught like a little saw blade, just fucking, you know, and I don't know when it happened. That was some terrifying yeah, shit. Dude, the bathrooms, man. The bathroom is the most terrifying place. So I will yield to your point, sir. Like when you, you are uh, correct. 
Like, think about, like, you know, like, women, like, finding lumps and shit. Like, you know, yeah. like, the, the bathroom is just a scary place to be as an adult. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh, man. What a day. <laughs> All right. So my last question is, uh, do you guys have a favorite terrible movie? Like, one that's, like, if it's on TV, you'll just sit down and watch it. Like, regardless. I do. I do. Go ahead. Cool. Yeah, I'm going to watch it. It's The Mummy. Brandon Fraser. What a terrible movie. It's terrible, but I love it. It's just fun, and I'll watch it over. Like if you're just, you're like, oh, and it's on. Like I'll just, I'll, I'll finish this. I'll just sit yep, and finish watching. Yep, every time, and like it's always on like TBS or USA. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? It's always fucking on. It's probably. I bet you, if I went on right now, it'd probably be on. Like the Mummy and the Mummy Returns. I don't like the Mummy Returns as much, but any of those Mummy movies, I'll watch. I think I have a I few. Like, I have a lot of like really bad movies that I will watch, like, all the time. Like, if they come on, especially if they come on. But, I mean, sometimes I'll go out my way to watch them, I feel like. <laughs> um, Mac and Me. I'll watch the fuck out of some Mac and Me. No, I, you, you, we've talked about that at least three of the last four podcasts. Yeah. I might have to watch that it's, again. It's one of my favorite movies to reference <laughs> because it's so fucking obscure and, biz- and bizarre. Like, like, there's two types of parents in the 80s. <laughs> and I had both. <laughs> I knew E.T. from my dad's house. I knew Mac and Me from my mom's house. And it was basically like a fucking... Is Mac and Me that bad of a movie? It's bad, yeah, but it's it's got some heart to it. It's it's a, it's, it's, it's a, it's, it's a fucking... It's an E.T. knockoff. Yeah, I know, but I mean, like, is it 80s bad? Like, it was bad when it came out? Or yeah. Or it was just bad because yeah. it's so old? It was bad when it, when it came out to anyone that wasn't a kid. Okay. I just can't get past the cover every time you see that dopey-ass fucking alien. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah dude. <laughs> dude, and they, they make this, like, little whistle noise. They, like, put their fingers together. And go, like, it's, dude, it's fucking awesome, though. But I, I can't watch that. The, the Garbage Pail Kid movie, I'll watch it if it's oh, on. Yeah. Don't give a shit. If it's oh, I haven't on, seen that in years, man. Yep, I'll fucking watch it. I have it on DVD. That's how real it is over here. I'll, uh, <laughs> I, all the Transformer movies, like all the live action Transformer movies, like if they come on, I'll watch them, even though I don't think they've made a good one yet. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see. Fucking like most of the comic book movies before Iron Man and actually most of the comic book movies before Avengers, you know, like, uh, I'll watch Ghost Rider if it's on. I'll watch, uh, Batman and Robin. I'll watch Batman and Robin and Batman Forever if they're on. Like, I'll watch the fuck out of them. Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. I I I love a lot of shit movies. But Mine is Joe Joe Dirt. That's a good. That's really? a good movie. It makes me laugh every time. But it's, it's terrible. <laughs> I don't like your tone. Next time <laughs> yeah. it happens, I introduce your face to Sodding Iron. I'm trying to think. Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, you know, like Golden Child is one of my favorite movies ever. Most people. That's not a bad movie. Most people. Man. Most people regard it as a bad movie. Really? Know? Yeah. Like it's not like it's it's considered See, it's considered that- to be like. You know, one of the movies of like this is Eddie past his prime. Yeah, he's done. Really? Yeah. But you know like, what's funny? It's I love funny, it. man. Like, I, I I do have a fear of going back and watching certain things. Um, and I've been I've been like like more and more now. It's like shit. It's better the way you remember it. Like even like Lord of the Rings, man. Like I can't go back. I can't watch uh, Return of the King anymore. I just can't do it. Yeah, anymore. there's certain things like you just I can't rewatch. Like, yeah, it's just know. like it's like uh, the Matrix is another one. Like, I can't. I didn't. Like I, I went back and watched the Matrix. We well, never, but you never, never liked, liked it. it. I went back and watched the Matrix. Like, oh, this is so fucking bad, you know? Because um, there, there was a point in time where I would see every movie, like every big movie, um, 
that came out in the summer. I'm talking about like every one. There was a like, point I, time like, where I would see every movie that came out. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I wouldn't watch like, I probably wouldn't watch something like, you know, Pocahontas 3 or something like that was like really. Well, I mean in the theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. there was a time like, uh, especially when, when Mario was around where I had, I forget what day it was, but Mario worked nights and I had like a certain, like I think Tuesdays and Thursdays, I had like one class at 9 a.m. and then I had like another class at, at like a 9 or 10 and then like a, a 7 p.m. class. So like yeah. after the 10 o'clock class, like every Tuesday and Thursday, Mario and I would go get lunch and then go see a movie. So we ended up seeing every movie that summer. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, but now, I mean, now it's like a fucking out. I know. Yeah. No, you got to yell at people in the aisle for talking after the credits. That shit was so funny. I heard you guys talking about that on Shattercast. Shout out Shattercast like that. Um. Uh, all right. Hope it's recording now. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. <laughs> Little technical difficulties. All right, guys. We're gonna we're gonna uh, draw it there. And uh, just I know you had one more question. Um. Before. Yeah, I did. I'll save it. Just uh. Okay, we'll yeah, save it. I'll we'll save it. That I'm sure. Time. I mean, I don't um, know if you, I don't know if you guys are if if you guys are feeling this. Like, I, I'd like to do this like every three months or so, yeah, every man, quarter, yeah. once a quarter. Have yeah, a whole yeah. bunch of questions. Next time you gotta e- email us the questions beforehand. <laughs> well, that other one wasn't even a question. And dude, I'm just making a joke. <laughs> I'm making a joke that nobody will get with us. Oh my god. I'm um. A- all right. Yeah, but we gotta we gotta uh, jump off here, guys, because we have some other stuff. But we're, this is gonna be a proper Q and A. We'll be back for uh, well, episode forty two. Actually, we'll already have had forty two, and yes. now you're having this bonus now. So you are. Oh, now. okay. We'll put this at the we'll put this at the end. We'll just put it two separate episodes. Okay. Look, there it is. What are you gonna do about it? Sounds good. Yeah, my own. I guess we'll just now. prerequisite the other episode about this one coming up. All right, guys, we'll talk to you real soon. Just thank you again for coming. No, thank you, and, guys. I really uh, appreciate it, man. Yeah, had a good time. And uh, we'll, we'll meet up here in a few. And, uh, Bobby, anything before we roll out? Nope. Shout outs. We don't need shout outs for this one. Well, we've already shouted them out in the prior episode. There you go. All right, guys. Great tits. High tech player. <laughs>